It's a hometown tradition. Playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. For the pride and glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn football. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeFille Pharmacies, Garing Heating and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army, Lawrenceburg, Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels, Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It's game time. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of High School Football here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Alongside Happy Jack, I'm Double T, Travis there, and a lot of excitement tonight as the Lawrenceburg Tigers and the Franklin County Wildcats are going to tangle for a sectional championship here in Brookville. This is going to be a fantastic matchup between Two EIAC teams that are no stranger to one another. However, Jack, they did not get to play in the regular season because we know 2020 has been a crazy year. But um, that makes it interesting tonight because they don't have any film on one another except for other teams that they have uh, played throughout the season. But it's a real interesting matchup here tonight in Brookville. It really is going to be just a great time and a great matchup. I myself was going back and trying to watch some of the film from some of those other games, trying to catch a little bit of a you know preview footage. But I tell you what, uh, both of these teams match up very, very well. Uh, when you look at some of the struggles each team has had throughout the season already, uh, they each kind of match those uh, strengths and weaknesses, which is what's going to make tonight be so special, not only just for a sectional championship, but my goodness, for two <laughs> I don't know, two squads out here that should be ready to put some points on the board. I am expecting, you know, 40, 50 plus points combined score tonight, Travis. Yeah, a lot of talent on both sides of the field. The Larksburg Tigers come in 10 and 1 on the season. They were the Class 3A uh, champs in the EIAC. They've won 10 straight games after that opening loss to East Central, and they are ranked in the top 10 in Class 3A. As for Franklin County, they didn't get to play two games this season, but they do come in 6 and 2, squeaked by uh, Greensburg last week in a uh, one point game. But let's take a look at some of our game storylines tonight for the Tigers. They're looking to duplicate what they did in 2019, Jack. They lost that first game to East Central, and then they rattled off 11 straight victories and won a sectional championship. Well, I mean, that's definitely, uh, you know, I'm big if you went and asked all the players, all the coaches, hey, let's do what we did last year and then, you know, just a little bit better. I mean, that would be the ultimate goal. But I tell you what, uh, this has just been such an odd year. I know you mentioned, you know, 2020. Uh, everything feels a little bit different. Everything is, uh, you know, you really don't have a fan component as much. Uh, everyone is just kind of feeling a little out of sorts, waiting for what ball to drop where. Uh, so I think maybe some of the uneasiness makes this a little more of a, uh, could be a cautious uh, matchup. Yeah, and uh, for Franklin County, continuing with our game storylines, they're seeking their first sectional championship since 1998. They actually went to the semi-state that year, but their last sectional finals appearance was in 2012, lost to Columbus East, so maybe some uh, new territory for these young men from Franklin County have not been in a situation like this prior. Well, I mean, we kind of have somewhat of a new roster that we've kind of got all put together. Uh, you know, trying to put this team together has uh, been a unique challenge. I mean, we called their game last year out of South Dearborn as far as for Franklin County. Uh, they were without quarterback. You know, we had uh, substitutions going in here. We really got to see uh, Hunter Deshane, you know, come out and do his thing, which is what, you know, kind of really got us excited back then. But now we've got Adam Kelly. We've got some different folks in the mix. Uh, this is really kind of be a new challenge, a new opportunity for them to make a new start. Absolutely. We'll talk more about Adam Kelly as the uh, pre game show rolls on and uh, finally with our game storylines uh 
These teams don't have any film from playing one another earlier in the season because the game was canceled, of course. So um, there's no adjustments to be made. Just, uh, But that could be a good thing for both teams because, as Coach Canego, you'll hear in his uh, pregame comments, <laughs> they haven't seen our offense, we haven't seen theirs. So it does look like it's going to be a uh, pretty close ball game tonight. Well, I think each team is going to try and see what they can run. Now, I look for the uh, tires to be able to have a lot more success running up the middle, whereas if you're the Franklin County, you're going to have to do more so you're running on the outside. Uh, those are probably your biggest chance for success. You're probably going to see a lot of that just because each team, like you said, are going to be feeling each other out. This is going to be a heavyweight match. They're going to do a lot of hooking and jabbing before somebody tries to, you know, throw in the big haymaker. Although, I tell you what, the Tigers always like to throw me a curveball. So, you know, uh, it was just, uh, you know, just a couple weeks ago, we were watching them do fake punts, you know, in, in a game that you just never know. Yeah, you can uh, see this going maybe one of two ways. If you're a Tigers fan, uh, you look back a few weeks ago, they played South Dearborn. They had to win that one late, 15-8. to It could be a game like that, but Larksburg can also score in bunches, so I could see them uh, pulling away as well. No disrespect to Franklin County because they can certainly put up some points. So let's uh, get into the numbers a little bit more. Uh, Larksburg comes into tonight averaging 38 points per game, 6th in 3A. They uh, only give up about 14 points per game. That's 8th in 3A. But Franklin County's not too far behind them, averaging about 32 a game, allowing 15 or 16 right outside the top 10. So, uh, again, evenly matched teams, at least statistically and maybe athletically as well. Yeah, I mean, if you factor in, you know, kind of the difference in reduced schedule that they've had, they, you know, Franklin County really has some very impressive stats. I did not expect to see 21 sacks from their defense, uh, you know, compared to, I mean, Lawrenceburg only has 20, uh, and that's with two more games involved there. So, I mean, uh, I mean, what you're talking about, the defense is going to be a big key for Franklin County. I know they have the uh, ability to get a lot of guys involved in the offense to put some points on the board, but can you stop those Tigers? My goodness, uh, that front line is a force to be reckoned with, and you add in the talent of an Aiden Gilmore and Adam Bird, uh, let alone Garrett Yoon, just being able to do what he does, run the ball, throw, however it needs to get done. That was going into my next point. Lawrenceburg, a little bit more balanced on offense. They're about 50-50 run pass for Franklin County. You're going to see a little bit more heavier rush offense, but with Adam Kelly at quarterback this year, they are certainly a threat through the air as well. So uh, we are going to step aside here on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. When we come back, we're going to hear from Coach Kaniga, the head coach of the Lawrenceburg Tigers. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Home has meant everything to us, and Lowe's is the place to get everything for the season. Like pre-lit artificial trees from GE that were $1.99 and are now just $1.69. Or holiday living string lights in white or multicolors starting at just $2.98. Because gifts for home bring joy to all. Lowe's, home for the holidays. Find holiday decorations, gifts, and great deals at Lowe's.com. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Special value valid through 1118. See sales associate for details. U.S. only. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you order the essentials. A power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. What you put towards your most essential deck addition? A bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do that than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, the Army is where all that can happen and so much more. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. For more information, call 812-209-8208 or stop by the Lawrenceburg Army Recruiting Center at 211 Walnut Street. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Pre-game show, Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kanega. And your team is shooting for sectional championship number 20 in program history. We'll get to that here in just a second. But last week, uh, made pretty easy work of Scottsbury. Short 36 in the first quarter. How does your offense uh, keep it up from last game, coming in, playing maybe a stiffer test in Franklin County? Well, you know, going into the Scottsburg game, that was, that was a team that we actually scrimmaged back in August. And, you know, thinking about this whole season, I, if you had told me that we were going to see them again, I would have been uh, really surprised uh, just because of the way the nature of the season and COVID and all of that. But, uh, you know, it was uh, good getting there in August and also going back. We knew the lay of the land and kind of knew what we were getting into with their team. And Coach Mullins has done a nice job with that program, and then he's building it slowly. I think they're on their third season of varsity. But uh, I actually stalled on our first drive um, of the game, and then after that we punted and then, uh, you know, pretty much had our way the rest of the night, got our running game going and passing game going, made some big plays, uh, stretching the field vertically. But, uh, you know, we got hot early and was able to put a running clock up uh, for the uh, second half. So just got off to a good start and no turnovers. That's huge. And we'll have to do that, t- do that tonight against a very good Franklin County team. Well, when we talked at the beginning of the season, this is a situation you're in. You lost that first game against East Central, but similar to last year, you ran off 10 straight wins, looking for 11 to get that sectional championship tonight. Uh, what do you see on the other side of the field? The Franklin County team's got a lot of playmakers. Well, I think they do. I think they got play ma- playmakers, and the first thing that you notice when you uh, see them on film is their speed. Um, it's probably the you know first team that I would say that ideally they match up with us very well in the speed category, but. Uh, you know, the, the Kelly kid coming over from Connorsville, I think, has helped their offense drastically. Um, you know, last year they were in the Wildcat package, and it was pretty easy to, you know, determine what they're going to do. And now they got an actual quarterback back there in the Kelly kid who, who throws it decent enough that you got to respect him, but it's also another running threat for them. And you mix that in with the to, to Shane kid, who's probably the fastest kid in the conference. Um, you know, they got a they got a potent offense, but they're very uh, well uh, coached up front. They're they're guys are nasty. They get after it on both sides of the ball, and they do some unique things on defense that we've had to change some blocking schemes and try to get some formations to give us certain numbers that we like to run against. But you know, they're uh, they're a great team, and Coach uh, Gilman's done a great job with that with these guys over here. And it's a it's a tall task tonight, especially uh, here in Franklin County. Absolutely, and um, you know this Franklin County team we just mentioned. You know a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball. There hasn't been a lot of offenses that have challenged your defense this year. So uh, how excited are your uh, defensive guys to uh, stand up to this challenge tonight? Try and win a sectional. Yeah, they're 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 ready. You know uh, we got a good game plan, and 
you know, I think uh, if you if people watch as much film as those guys have on that side of the ball, uh, Franklin County has a lot of tendencies. But at the end of the day, you know, you still got to be able to stop those. And uh, we feel that we got a few good keys that can tip some things that they're going to do. So I think our defense will be locked in. And for us, it's just going to be a matter of can we tackle to chain and open field and, and keep him bottled up. And then when they want to start running their ISO at us, can we get Kelly down, you know, for a two to three yard game? Because he's he's put on 40 pounds since last year. And heck, he falls forward for four or five most nights. But, you know, I, I think uh, both teams and both coaches will feel very comfortable saying, you know, you take East Central out of the equation. Um, you know, they haven't faced a defense like ours, and we probably haven't faced a defense like theirs. And, uh, you know, I'd say the same offensively. I don't think they faced another offense uh, as well as ours is. And, you know, their offense is high-powered too. So, uh, you know, a lot of variables tonight, and we're looking forward to it. And hopefully we play well and take care of the football and give our uh, self a chance at number 20. All right, a couple more questions for you, and then we'll uh, let you get back to it um, as we're uh... – Get set for this game here tonight. Um, you're going for sectional number 20. Uh, how much uh, of a key is that for you? You guys have been very successful. Every uh, class that's come through has won a sectional as well. I was trying to get to. Uh, how important is that for you to keep that tradition rolling on? Well, it's very important because you can always, uh, you know, go back and relate that to your kids and talk about it. And, you know, for us, we tell our kids that you're remembered by championships. And we got one right now in the 3A of the EIAC. And, you know, that's what we talked about all week, uh, you know, do you want to be remembered as uh, 10 and 2? And EIAC champs are our 11 and 1 sectional champs. And, you know, you're remembered by those championships. But, you know, uh, it's going to sound uh, weird, but, you know, this, this season with everything that's going on, there's no losers tonight. I mean, I'm ecstatic that we're playing. Our kids have done a great job. But, you know, number 20 would mean a lot. 20 in 2020 and 20, 20 hasn't been too good and all those things you want to throw out there. But uh, we'll definitely have to play well, and I think we're in for a good ball game tonight. And uh, do you wish you would have played Franklin County in the regular season? You didn't get that uh, chance to match up with them. Well, we did not. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things. It's like they haven't seen our offense. But on the other side of the coin, we haven't seen theirs. Uh, so, you know, we talked about that a lot. I think, uh, you know, that's a wash. It would have been nice to play because then we could have made some adjustments to see how they – but it also would have gave them time to make adjustments. And, you know, when you haven't seen a quarterback like, you know, Garrett Yoon and some of the guys we got that can carry the ball and our receivers, uh, you know, I think it's more of an advantage for us than it is them. But they got a great team and we're going to have to play well. And I think it's going to be a slugfest tonight. I think it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out fight here at Franklin County. Well, uh, we wish you the best of luck tonight uh, going after sectional number 20. Thank you, guys, and thanks for being here. And go Tigers. All right, that is head coach Ryan Canega with the Lawrenceburg Tigers. When we come back, we'll catch up with Franklin County head man Wes Gilman. This is the Eagle Country 99.3. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com. 
I like the transferability, the affordability, and the accessibility of the campus. The affordability of Ivy Tech makes it to where I won't have any debt getting my degree, so that's helpful for me paying for my own classes. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and serves as the perfect reminder to schedule your annual mammogram. All women should receive their first mammogram by the age of 40. At Margaret Mary Health, we offer 3D mammography. This advanced technology can increase early detection of breast cancer by as much as 40%. To schedule your appointment, call our Women's Imaging Center at 812-933-5602. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Franklin County head coach Wes Gilman. You guys come in tonight six and two. Now, if uh, someone asked you at the beginning of the season, we're going to take away two games from you in the regular season, but you're going to play in the sectional championship. Would you take that? I'd take it. I would take it. You know, um, going into the year, obviously, everybody, there's a lot of uncertainty um, with, you know, how many games we even get in. So, we're, I mean, we're fortunate. Uh, you know, we got hit probably harder than a lot of the teams around the area. Uh, where we had our first two games canceled. And then we went through a two-week period there, middle of the season, where we were quarantined ourselves. So just a lot of ups and downs on the year, um, a lot of adversity, uh, throwing injuries that, that typically happen throughout our year. And, um, I mean, to be in this spot, I mean, that's all we can ask for, you know, and, and that's what you play football for, and that's what these kids are, are on the field for. So that is, uh, is something that, that we strive for, and, um, you know, we're excited to be here. Well, uh, one of the games you missed this year was against these uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers. Uh, does that work as a positive or a negative? How do you see that? Who knows? Um, you know, a lot of times it's hard to play a team twice, um, you know, sometimes for the winning team, sometimes for – the losing team. It's difficult both ways. Uh, you kind of the, the you kind of show your hand a little bit, but you know with film nowadays, uh, you can pretty much break a team down. Uh, so I don't know if there's an advantage one way or the other. Uh, I do know Lawrenceburg's a good team, um, but I, I also know we're a good team. So you know there's no miracle that has to happen tonight. Um, we don't have to play out of our minds. We just have to play good. You know we have to play well. Uh, we have to do what we do really well. Can't have silly penalties. Can't turn the ball over and can't allow big plays. Um, uh, defensively, or we can't allow them to offensively have big plays. So, you know, we know what we have to do. Uh, we know the opponent, obviously, at this level, when you get to championship-level football games, the opponents just keep getting better. So we have to play well, there's no doubt. And uh, you mentioned this is a year of adversity, a little bit of adversity uh, last week, getting to the sectional championship game, holding off Greensburg one point to win that game. Uh, what did you think of that, that performance? I thought we were fortunate to get, you know, to, to leave Greensburg with a win, and our kids know that. Fortunate, lucky whatever word you want to use um, we had upwards of you know close to 15 penalties um, which you, know, you have that many penalties in a game it is difficult to win um, you know there was a couple times where we were inside the 10 yard line uh, end up penalty 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 and, and brought back all the way one time at the 35 I think we were uh, you know third and goal from the 35 which is unheard of uh, so we felt like you know and I'm not making excuses for our kids because uh, they know if they do that tonight it's game over um, but we feel like if we play well last week, you know, we, we win that game easily. The way it turned out is it was a fight. Um, you know, I'll give our kids credit. They, they had uh, three two-point conversion stops um, that sealed the game. You know, so when their backs were against the, against the wall, they, they did what they had to do. But they know 
Uh, they know if they play like that tonight, uh, it's not going to go in our favor. So uh, we've talked about it this week, um, and they're ready to go. Your defense has played uh, pretty well all season long. Uh, giving up about 14, 15 points a game. Uh, different offense you're going to see tonight as compared to Greensburg last week. So uh, what do you see from this Larksburg Tigers team? What do you got to take away from them to be successful tonight? Well, like you said, our defense, I've said since the, you know August that our defense is the strength of our team. They're fast. They're athletic. They're aggressive. Um, uh, from Lawrenceburg, obviously, you know, we have not seen a team like them, but we've seen similar teams. You know, Beach, Beach Grove was a very fast team on the edge. They had a very fast quarterback, probably more so than, than Garrett Yoon. Um, Garrett probably throws a better ball than the Beach Grove quarterback. Um, he probably throws a better ball than, than Greensburg. Uh, 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 Rogan and uh, Batesville's guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but we faced good offenses this year. Um, and, you know, Lawrenceburg is no different. They're still a high school team with, uh, you know, high school kids. And uh, it's a different animal. I mean, they're more, you know, probably more athletic uh, than some of the teams we've played. But we feel like if we play to our ability and, you know, we don't have breakdowns, uh, we can hang with them, you know, if not more. So, um, you know, we have a good team. We just have to do what we do best. All right, two more quick questions for you. How much has your new quarterback meant to the, your offense this year? No, huge. Um, not only has Adam Kelly come in and, and put big numbers. Well, we apologize to our listeners for cutting off head coach Wes Gilman of the uh, Franklin County Wildcats, but we're getting set for kickoff here at Franklin County High School. Um, apparently the clock was a little behind on the scoreboard as uh, both teams have hit the field, and Lawrenceburg is set to kick off to Franklin County. So, uh, Jack, how about the Hagford keys to the game? Well, I tell you what, for the Franklin County Wildcats tonight, there's going to be special teams in defense. They're going to have to be able to see if they can do to stop those Tigers tonight and avoid the penalties. They had over 12 penalties for over 100 yards given up just last week, and they won that game. That won't be the case tonight for the Tigers. They need to establish control with the run and avoid those turnovers. Bauman returns the kick out past the 30-yard line, but there is a flag on the play. Thanks so much for the Hagford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com does look like uh, Franklin County will back up. Going to be a penalty on the receiving team, but the Franklin County Wildcats offense will come out first. So let's take a look at the starting lineup to live. Brought to you by Casa. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCasa.com. The transfer quarterback, senior Adam Kelly. We'll have a couple of uh, really talented players in the backfield with them tonight, Hunter Tashan and Bridger Bolos. At his wide receivers, he's got Jacob Schatzel and Christian Prowse. Caden Erfman will be the tight end, and across the front line for the Wildcats, Robbie Parsons, Braden Back, Cameron Smith, Jordan Eversall, and Garrett Ertle. As uh, Franklin County will come out in the shotgun, and we have another penalty. So uh, you mentioned it there in the Hag four keys to the game. False start. Man, oh, man, I tell you what, and this, they've, I watched film last night, like I said, and this was one of the big issues. I feel like they're almost outsmarting themselves on the offensive side of the ball. Too much motion. Get up there, snap the ball, let your playmakers do that and make the plays that need to be done. All right, for the uh, Lawrenceburg defense, a 4-3 set. Uh, very big on the uh, front line there for the Tigers. Ashton Craig, Braden York, Ethan Paris, and Wyatt Hartman. Jacob Pierce, Noah Rollette, and Alex Witte at linebacker. Aiden Gilmore and Brennan Bushman are the corners with Lucas Pierce and Jace Bell. Got a man as the safeties, and they were beat, and Jacob Schatzel is going to take it to the house. That is going to be an 86-yard touchdown pass for the Franklin County Wildcats. Holy cow, look out. Put it on the board. Score for Franklin County. Wow. 
Man, oh, man, was that getting it done? Caught the Tigers sleeping. What are we going to say about that, Travis? Wow. Got a little one-on-one coverage here on the near side, and the lefty Kelly just uh, threw that one up. Chassel ran underneath it. Perfect throw, Jack. And they go 86 yards to the house, and there's the fireworks across the field. Well, so much for waiting for the haymaker. Oh, my goodness. Talk about just putting a shot across the bow. Look out. Franklin County is here. Tigers better whew, man up quick. Extra point try is going to be no good, and uh, we will talk a little bit more about that as the night rolls on. Uh, we will step aside quickly for our first time out after that 86-yard touchdown. Franklin County leads 6-0. High school football in Eagle Country, 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Savista Bank has low-rate home equity lines. Learn more at savista.bank. We're celebrating 50 years at your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Harrison, and Hebron. The new year is almost here, and it's time to count down to a new beginning at Ivy Tech Community College. Ivy Tech is Indiana's best higher education value, offering flexibility in career-relevant programs and courses, including online options. Classes begin in January. Complete a free application to Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, what a start to this game for Franklin County. Adam Kelly hits Jacob Schatzel on an 86-yard touchdown pass after a penalty on the kickoff and then a false start. How about that, Jack? I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, I was talking about the Wildcats need to play smart football. But, well, maybe you just have to do, like I said there at the end, get it to your playmakers. Jacob Schatzel definitely uh, capable of that. Adam Kelly solved a little weak coverage, at least single coverage out there, and able to take advantage of that. Wow, just a great catch run, just a great, great start for the Wildcats right now. And Kelly will kick off with that left foot. That's going to be returnable for Aiden Gilmore. And he's got a little bit of a hole and stripped up right around the 30-yard line. So we'll take a opportunity to set the Tigers' offense as they come onto the field. They'll be led by junior quarterback Garrett Yoon. He'll have Adam Bird and Jacob Pierce as his running back and fullback combo. Great New York at the tight end. Three wide receivers for him. Daya Patel, Aiden Gilmore, and Dakota Roth. Ethan Paris, Colton Roth, Micah Foster, Braden Watkins, and Ashton Craig on the offensive line as the Tigers will start this first possession from their own 32-yard line. Three wide receivers set to Garrett Yoon's left. Yoon's going to keep it and has a lot of room to run, and he's going to break it across midfield. Wow. About an 18-yard gain and a first down for the Tigers. So we mentioned kind of off the air to ourselves that in a championship game with two good teams, probably going to be more low scoring, but after the first two offensive plays of the game, we might want to change our minds, Jack. I'm telling you, I guess, I'm guessing all bets are off. It's just go, 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 and I love it. I love it. The guys are going to love it, but they're going to get tired. So we're going to see how long they can sustain this type of drive. But look out. Hurry up offense for the Tigers and another 18-yard gain for Garrett Yoon as he keeps it yet again. So the Tigers say we're just going to play smash-mouth football and try and shove it down your throat. Two plays, and Tigers are knocking on the door of the red zone. Well, they keep disguising the, you know, three wide receivers out there so they know they've got the pass option, so they got to protect it. It's just opening up the middle right now for Yoon. And they just got Franklin County to jump offside as well, so that'll be an additional five yards there for the Tigers. 
those are one of the stats that the uh, Franklin County cannot afford to, uh, you know, just have tonight. Uh, you know, both teams are talented, but you can't afford those penalties. Just will not. Absolutely. And you mentioned all the penalties that Franklin County had against Greensburg. Uh, Coach Gilman even said they were lucky to get out of Greensburg with that one-point win last uh, Friday. And if they play like that again tonight, he said it's going to be game over because the Tigers will capitalize on that all night long. First and five from the 24-yard line of Franklin County. Same three wide receiver set for the Tigers, and Yoon is going to keep it again. He's got a big hole and bounces it out to the left. He's going to get another first down. Got about six or seven yards on that carry. So three plays for the Tigers and three first downs. I mean, that's a you know a really good first down. You get to move the chains there, but you know we keep putting your quarterback getting hit here. Uh, I really think you've got enough other playmakers there on the team. Let's uh, not necessarily put our quarterback in this much danger early on. I'm just saying. Nothing. No, you don't got nothing oh, on that on the one. 22-yard line. Right. I, I'm with you, but uh, the passing's <laughs> going to come. I can tell you that. They switch the three wide receivers to the near side here, and there is the pass down the seam to Aiden Gilmore, and that's going to be a touchdown for the Tigers. 22-yard touchdown toss. Yoon hits Gilmore up the seam. Well, all right, on cue. Thank you very much there, uh, Mr. Garrett Yoon. <laughs> appreciate that. Oh, man, I tell you what, if it's going to be like this, Travis, wow, get the uh, bell ringing going on. I don't know if they got enough fireworks in the cannon because it's going to be a, a pretty big night here in Franklin County. Four plays. Ooh, 68 yards on that quick strike from the Tigers. So they come out and say, anything you can do, we can do better. Getting a quick score and a uh, just fantastic start to this game, at least for uh, both offenses, as Joey Hibbert on for the extra point. He has been fantastic in this role this year. Hold is good, and he splits the upright, so the Tigers will take a 7-6 lead. 10-13 left in the first quarter. We'll step aside for another break. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Brookville. We're here at Franklin County High School Class 3A Sectional 31 Championship game. Off to a rousing start. Franklin County scores on one play. Tigers answer back, score on four plays, but actually make the PAT, so Tigers lead at 7-6, Jack. I'm telling you what, and uh, no surprise on the PAT. I tell you what, Tigers have been solid all year long. However, Franklin County also been struggling from the, <laughs> that extra points kind of standpoint, and I'm really surprised they didn't go for two early on just to try and establish that option and maybe even give them a leg up as of right now. Could possibly be looking at a lead instead of us, you know, trailing by one, seven to six. Correct me if I'm wrong. 17 of 31 coming into tonight yes. on PAT? No, you are not wrong on that stat. Short kick, Moorhead's going to... Grab that one around the 25 and bring it out near the 35. So about a 10-yard gain for Franklin County on that kickoff. So pretty decent field position for their second drive. Didn't even get a chance to set the Franklin County defense on that last <laughs> drive because uh, Lawrenceburg was in a hurry-up offense. But uh, Franklin County out to start their second drive on their own 35-yard line. 
Adam Kelly hit the 86-yard TD pass to Schatzel. <laughs> right now, I think they're just looking for some smart football, some good confidence plays right here, Travis. Olos in motion. They're going to pitch it to Tashane. And Alex Witte came over. He was the first one to meet him, forced him back towards the defensive line. Nice play from young Alex Witte holding the edge for the Tigers. And I do apologize to Alex. I've been pronouncing his last name wrong all season long. And, uh, <laughs> that will not be the case going forward. And uh, Good-looking young player for the Tigers. Stepping up there on that play, loss of three. Appreciate you putting a parenthesis for the actual pronunciation there for you. It's just an obvious now. I'm sure I was probably a little guilty there than Travis as well. Three receivers, Bolos in motion to the right. Kelly's going to keep this one. That was a read option, and he didn't get much. Yeah, I think he did get back to the line, but that's about it. Looked like he ran into the wall that is known as Ethan Paris. <laughs> That's why they're going to have to try and run from the outside. I mean, they already had to try and do that a little bit against Greensburg last week. Uh, but now I tell you what, Adam Kelly, pretty stout boy, uh, really likes to, uh, does not shy away from contact. 6'3", 218 pounds, of course, a transfer from Connorsville. And uh, Coach Kaniga actually said that, Kelly has added 40 pounds from last season to this season. So he is their leading rusher, and he has uh, rushed the ball more than anybody else on the team as they fake the pitch to, to Shane, set up an, a little screenplay to Schatzel. He makes a couple men miss, but is short of the first down marker by about a yard. So he pick up 11 on that third and long, give him 10 and a half, actually. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was just every bit of that was just from – Extra effort. I mean, Chatzel was dead to his right at the line of scrimmage, but was able to get out of there, get enough room up there, and almost get that first down, which, hey, I mean, you got to go for this. I think you're going to break the county. The ball is at the 43-and-a-half mark. they got to get to the 45. So a big moment early in this game as Wes Gilman will leave his offense out there to go for it. Here comes Chatzel in motion. Kelly's going to keep it, and he gets the first down and more across the 50-yard line. Wow, how about that? And I'll tell you what, that is a gutsy call, but a really good call. Uh, Franklin County came to play tonight, Travis. Woo, absolutely. And, oh, man, look out. Picked up nine yards on that on that fourth down. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they just keep moving that ball right down the field, just doing it in quick fashion. Trips back to the right for Adam Kelly. He's got... Shane in the backfield. They'll pitch it to him to the left. Craig and Rolette were out there, but they couldn't get him down. Shane's going to get about five yards, drugged down by Jace Bohan. Man, I tell you what, uh, what a uh, good vision that Deshane has. I, it is a really just a good job. I thought he had, was going to get caught for a loss there for a moment, but able to do a little sidestep and uh, really make some forward progress. Braden York exits the game. Looked like he might have been a little gimpy. Colton Roth replaces him at defensive tackle for the Tigers. Seven minutes left here in the first quarter. Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 7-6. Adam Kelly keeps it, moving to his left, and he fights through a tackle from Ashton Craig. We do have a flag on the play. Yeah, got a face mask down there, daggone it. As Kelly was right at the first down marker, so he got the six yards. But, yeah, unfortunately, hmm. Referees are conferring with one another. And there's the official face mask call on the defense. Good eye there. Happy Jack. 
think that was Ashton Craig on that uh, little face mask there, Dag on it. But you know, hey, they're just still trying to do all they can to rally to the ball. And right now, Franklin County is keeping the Tigers off balance a little bit. Whether they're going to be pitching that ball or he's going to be keeping it, and he's just such a strong runner inside, able to make something happen. So they only move that forward five yards. So face mask with five yard variety, but. Enough for the first down nonetheless. Absolutely. First down from the Tigers' 32-yard line. Franklin County in business here again as Deshane was almost hit in the backfield by Roth, who just checked in. We have another flag on the play, and Kelly kind of threw his head back, indicating it's going to be on the offense. Yeah, I'm going to guess a hold there. And if you look at this Lawrenceburg defense, they have Deshane bottled up in the backfield a couple different times, but he's so quick and shifty. I mean, he's able to get out of it. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's, it's what they call the jump stop as far as whatever he's utilizing there, but he's got great lateral movement, but still able to keep forward progress. So he's able to still get forward motion and, you know, just kind of leave the defender behind. It is just very impressive to watch, at least from up here, which is kind of what we saw a little bit of last year. He's also only 5'9", so he kind of hides behind his offensive <laughs> lineman. Maybe you can't uh, you know, see him initially. Schatzel in motion. He's going to get uh, a uh, jet sweep, but another flag on the play and a false start yet again for Franklin County. So they're kind of picking off where they left, picking up where they left off last week in terms of those penalties, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, it really is. And again, it's the guy in motion who's kind of keeps cheating towards the line a little early, trying to get ahead of everything. He wants to get open, make sure he can get that flat and catch that ball. And he's just really hurting the offense because he's just, he can't, he can't be moving forward. So after the uh, first down and the face mask on the defense, Franklin County has lost 15 yards without running a play. It's now first and 25 from the Lawrenceburg 43-620 left in the first quarter. Kelly's going to swing it out to his right to Schatzel. Hartman's there initially. Schatzel makes a couple men miss and gains about five yards. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, a good game is, you know, at least forward progress, but wow. Uh well, I guess that was still was first down. I really thought that was already second down, so maybe that makes me feel a little bit better about that kind of conservative play, play call after your goal board on fourth down already. And they got to give them two yards officially, second and 23 coming up. Uh, both teams still uh, trying to feel each other out a little bit. As we mentioned, they didn't play in the regular season, so you don't really have any expectations of what these what they're going to throw at you except for based off of other film from other teams. As Kelly keeps it on the quarterback keeper, he's met near the line of scrimmage. A host of Tigers come up to make that hit. I think most folks were going to be keen on that, and that seems to be their uh, kind of go-to play. But like you said, I mean, you know, if you're the Tigers, you know, how often are they going to try and go to that play? How often are they going to do that run? What kind of percentage do they do that over uh, game time? And with no uh, actual head-to-head matchup, makes that a little tougher to gauge. It looked like Kelly got one yard on that carry, so that's going to set up a third and long. Third and 22 to be exact from the Tigers, 44 with five minutes to play in the first quarter. Lawrenceburg does lead Franklin County 7-6. to six. I mean, Elliot in the shotgun. He's the jack. Oh, no, you're good. He's going deep looking for Schatzel again. And this time he makes another incredible catch in front of Aiden Gilmore and then fumbles the ball on the one-yard line oh, but, but was marked down. So another beautiful <laughs> ball thrown from oh, Kelly. Oh, 43-yard gain, first down. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just floored right now, Travis. That's just crazy. Aiden Gilmore never really got his head turned around on that play. And I tell you what, Aiden's one of the finer defensive backs we've seen play this year. 
really plays well in these situations. Oh, but Kelly's thrown two dimes. I know, but I mean, I mean, Gilmore touched that ball. He actually did tip that ball, and Shatzer was still able to get that ball and hold on to that with those fingertips. That's crazy, crazy control. Kelly's going to keep this one, and he is going to bowl into the end zone for a touchdown as Franklin County regains the lead. Holy cow, look out again. Ball game, ball game. I can do anything you can do, I can do. Wow, what a great, man, what a great comeback for Franklin County. Come on, Tigers. Woo! Ten plays, 65 yards, and Kelly's going to try another PAT here. It's not been a strong suit for this team. And I really like to see that two-point conversion come into play, Travis. Brady Moorhead is a quarterback holding. And they are going to fake it. He throws it over his head to Kelly, who throws it up into the end zone to Prowse. That actually had a chance of being completed as crazy as that play was. But, wow, yes, it did. Jace Bohan makes the play. But, nonetheless, Franklin County regains the lead 12-7, 420 left in the first quarter. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. What a game we got here. Class 3A sectional 31 championship round alongside Happy Jack on double T. Three possessions, three touchdowns. Franklin County leads it 12-7 over Lawrenceburg. My goodness, it's been fast and furious on the offensive side of the ball for both teams. It has really just been nuts. I mean, if you'd have told me that Franklin County would have three times the amount of penalties against the Tigers but still have a six-point six lead, or five points, sorry. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, wow, uh, this has just been a uh, crazy uh, night of offense. Uh, wow, you got a little Franklin County trying to fake the PAT and then throwing to the end zone. Tigers staying strong on defense, though, holding uh, holding that uh, up from the two-point conversion. Still at least holding the lead at five, but wow. Aiden Gilmore fields this kickoff at the 10-yard line, and he is wrestled down by Austin Hill, who's actually the leading tackler for this Franklin County team. 54 coming into tonight, so nice job by Austin Hall. And let's get to that Franklin County defense real quick. A 3-5-3, so they're three defensive linemen. Sam Westerfeld, nine and a half sacks this year. Robbie Parsons at nose tackle and Garrett Hurdle at the other D.E. Bridger Bolos and Andrew Barrett, the outside linebackers. Josh Bauman, Caden Erfman, and Austin Hall playing inside. Hunter Tishan and Tyreek Carr, the corners with Jacob Schatzel at safety. Lawrenceburg comes out. Runs a jet sweep to Adam Bird, and he gets around the corner for a nice gain. Looks like he picked up 10 yards, close to a first down. Yeah. Sorry, Travis, I was just getting a little excited. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, getting back to some of those other folks running the ball, not necessarily putting you in quite so much danger and still getting the the yards out of it. Absolutely. I get your point. Um, When you have a dangerous playmaker like Garrett Yoon, and especially with his arm, uh, you want to keep him as healthy as possible, not get him hit a bunch. But 
He can certainly be dangerous with his legs, too. 123 yards rushing last week against Scottsburg as they run to Yoon again, and he's going to get five or six yards. Looks like six yards on that second down or on that first down carry. So the Tigers have been able to move the ball really well on the ground. They hit the big pass play for the touchdown on uh, their first drive. But it looks like that's how they want to start out is establish the run game and then hit them deep over the top. It really does. I, you know, I mean, that's that established control for one of those high four keys of the game for them is what they need to do. And maybe getting some other folks involved could be the way to do that. And on that note, of course, that means he comes up for a loss. <laughs> I think he got back to the line of scrimmage, which right. was the 40-yard line. It's going to set up a third and five for the Tigers. This is their first third down attempt of the game as they scored on their first drive in four plays, went 68 yards, a lot of Garrett Yoon, three runs, and then he hit Aiden Gilmore for the touchdown pass. Franklin County looking to try to get the Tigers off the field with a big three and out here. Two wide receivers to the near side. Yoon's going to keep it. He's got a lot of running room. He's got Schatzel to beat. Uh Schatzel wrestles him down at the 30-yard line. 25-yard gain for Garrett Yoon. And it looked like I really thought there was going to be another face mask at the end of that, but no flag, so it must have just been the angle. But either way, great run. And, hey, if they broke, don't, don't fix it, right? And they have been running a lot to the left with Garrett Yoon behind their star left tackle, Ethan Paris. Colton Roth also on that left side of the line. And that is working mightily for the Tigers as they'll go to a four-wide receiver set to split out to each side in Dakota Roth into the game. Bird's going to come in motion. And Aguin slips and falls down. So that's going to be a loss of nearly five yards. And I did see this down on the field before the game interviewing the coaches. Saw some of the receivers and such slipping, coming out of their breaks down there. So um, it's not raining or anything like that. It's a beautiful night, but just maybe a little saturation on the field. Well, maybe a little humidity there in the uh, – we did have a few clouds just a touch of today, so maybe a little bit of that going on. But what are we, so still roughly around 54 degrees, somewhere around there? Not a bad night. Second and 14 from the Franklin County 34. Tigers trail 12-7 to here in the first quarter. Yoon's going to keep it. Another big hole. And he picked up about 10 yards on that game. I mean, this is just crazy. I mean, he, he's almost right at that 80-yard mark already. Uh, still in the first quarter here. And, wow, just getting it done. This is the best I've seen Garrett Yoon run the ball. We've called uh, several Larksburg games so far this year. And, uh, He's cutting up a pretty good Franklin County defense, uh, especially those linebackers in the middle, Bauman, Erfman, and Hall, uh, exceptionally good tacklers. you got Bolos out there as well. So third and five from the 25. Yoon's going to hand it off to Bird, and he is going to fight forward close to the first down marker. Looks like that's a, uh, you know, we got two plays to get five yards type deal for the Tigers offense. Exactly, yeah. No, definitely, you know, I, I like the conservative play call, and why not? Again, you've got all that talent there. No sense in not using that, but uh, uh, still coming up just a hair short there. Uh, still going to have to try and get another inch or two here to get that first down, and then we can kind of maybe talk a little end zone talk. Fourth and one from the 21, as we see maybe a little fog coming uh, down from the, these new light fixtures here at Franklin mm-hmm. County High School. Try with that little bit of moisture. Yoon hands it off to Bird, and he is going to get the first down as he falls forward to the 18-yard line, three-yard gain for Bird and a fourth down conversion for the Tigers as we near a minute to play here in the first quarter. It has been a 
crazy first quarter, maybe the uh, most entertaining that we've seen all all season long. I mean, this is just a true battle. I mean, they really are just, you know, kind of, you know, hooking and jabbing at each other, giving them a little bit of the business there, but, you know, still staying true to form. You know, the guys who've been making the plays all year long are the guys making the plays so far. So, again, uh, and you got to feel that uh, Yoon's asking to run that ball. As many times he's done that, you know, it's, hey, coach, I got this. Look, give me the ball. First down from the 17-yard line, and Yoon is going to run it. And he's got another big hole. Whew. He's going to take that one down to about the seven-yard line. So he got about ten yards yet again. Derek Yoon has been excellent on the ground tonight. But give a lot of credit to that offensive line for the Tigers. They're getting great push up front. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, there's a big there's a big hole for him to run through for sure. But wow, I mean, he is just hitting that hole with such speed. It has been a great time. Under 30 seconds to play. Tigers will have to snap this ball to play clock at 15. Yoon's going to keep it again, and he's hit near the line of scrimmage. Got a, maybe a yard. Good job from Franklin County's defense to finally stop him from getting a lot of running room. Well, and I think maybe I've made this reference before, you know, just to kind of show my age. Uh, you know, uh, when you're playing uh, Mortal Kombat, when the guy stops sweeping the leg, you know, you kind of know you have to block that at some point in time where you can just sit there and just keep sweeping the leg and keep losing like me. Anyways, but, uh, you know, this has just been uh, a great job of, you know, again, controlling the pace of the game and trying to see what they can do, uh, getting ready to hopefully here for a little uh, goal line push. At the end of the quarter, Franklin County leads 12-7. to Back after this, it's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. The new year is almost here, and it's time to count down to a new beginning at Ivy Tech Community College. Ivy Tech is Indiana's best higher education value, offering flexibility and career-relevant programs and courses, including online options. Classes begin in January. Complete a free application today. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle, and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Alongside Happy Jack, I'm Double T, Travis there. Coming to you live from Franklin County High School in Brookville, Indiana. The Wildcats leading Lawrenceburg 12-7 at the end of the first quarter. If uh, you look at the Sagarin, which I like to do, Lawrenceburg number seven and three A, Franklin County number thirteen. So pretty close together, but you would think Lawrenceburg may be the favorite in this game. The underdog just punched them in the mouth in that first quarter. I tell you what, Lawrenceburg has to be looking at you and going, wait a minute, what happened? I mean, we knew this was going to be a tight game, but we they really have were came in with the expectation they were going to be on top of this matchup at least at the end of the first quarter. Uh so you know, they're really getting ready to say, Hey, we're gonna to have to make a statement. I definitely expect to see the ball in the air just a little bit more. Even if it wasn't their game plan, I think their hands being forced because Franklin County is not letting up. Second and goal from the seven. Lawrenceburg with the ball. Gary Ian's got two receivers to his right. He has looked to run the ball a lot tonight, and he's going to get the edge, and he runs it in from seven yards out. The Tigers answer yet again. 11 plays, 75 yards. Yoon takes it in from seven yards out. And, yeah, why do you have to throw the ball, you know, if you can just run in the end zone, Travis? Man, oh, man. I do think you're right, though. You're going to see the game open up a little bit more, more passes down the field. But um, as it goes back and forth, Maybe a little bit more conservative play, but 
we've seen the deep ball be thrown on both sides so far. So it's it's, it's still in there. I, and, and for sure, and I think we're going to start to see the fatigue factor, though, be coming into play as we get deeper and deeper into this game, Travis. Uh, but, you know, again, we'll talk about that as it goes along, but that's still going to be a factor. And Hibbert looked like he almost shanked that one, but puts it through. Sneaks it through the left upright, 14 to 12. The Tigers lead will step aside for another break. It's high school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We've already had several lead changes here early in the first half of this sectional 31 championship matchup between Franklin County and Larksburg. The Tigers regaining the lead 14 to 12 with 11.55 left in the second quarter. 11 plays, 75 yard drive, all on the ground for the Tigers, mostly Garrett Yoon. Happy Jack. Well, I mean, I think that's the game plan that the Tigers came in. When I was talking about earlier, you know, one of those hag boards, uh, keys to the game was stay true to the run. Uh, if they can do that, keep the control, avoid the turnovers. You know, again, you got to be playing some smart football. Uh, you know, that was the game plan. But I think Franklin County, again, is going to force that ball to get in the air if they can keep this, uh, you know, foot on the pedal the way they have so far. Josh Bauman returning that kick, and he is wrestled down just past the 25-yard line, so... Both kickoff teams have done a pretty good job here early on. Best starting field position for either team has been the own 35-yard line for Franklin County. So we're really Franklin County's biggest issue has been these penalties, though, regardless of their starting field position. They keep moving backwards before they come forward. And are we seeing more of this already? And it looks like they're marking off some yardage, so another penalty goes against Franklin County on the kickoff. Looks like they got them for a hold, so instead of starting on their own 27, they're going to back that up to their own 17-yard line. I mean, we've had huge, two huge completions to Shatzel down the field, but I don't know if uh, Adam Kelly and the uh, Wildcats can be able to sustain that type of uh, completion percentage throughout the night. Yeah, Aiden Gilmore has been beaten twice by Shatzel, as though we have a timeout from the Tigers. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Visit their website, beaconortho.com. Stay tuned to our halftime show. We'll uh, preview our star of the game, which uh, we'll announce at the end of the contest in our postgame. And uh, tonight we will be announcing a star for each team. Uh, just decided that one off the top of my head. But uh, star of the game is presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. At halftime, we'll also take a look at our Ivy Tech Community College stats report and maybe name a uh, couple of young men that are in line to be the player who fueled their team tonight, a different distinction than a star of the game. Maybe somebody that doesn't show up in the box score as much but that is still standing out uh, on the field tonight. So we'll take a look at all of that. As it looks like they are giving away a Franklin County 
football helmet tonight with all of the players' signatures on it. I wonder if I can get a uh, ticket. That's a pretty sweet deal right think, there. Yeah, I thought we were coming by for tickets. I think we're doing the drawing. I think I think we missed out, Travis. And these are pretty sweet helmets, too. Uh, navy blue with that baby blue um, outlining the FC and a, a stripe right down the middle of the helmet. Really sharp look from Franklin County tonight as they got the baby blue pants on, too. Uh, I like it. Uh, I'll let you like that one. I, I, I'm not a big fan. Come on now. You might as well put some white pants on these boys. I don't mean baby blue. Come on now. Bolos gets a uh, carry here on a jet sweep, and he was coming across to the right. He cut it all the way back to the left. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I watched some film on him last night, and, boy, is he a powerful, powerful runner, uh, kind of like Kelly, kind of built like him, uh, but uh, maybe doesn't necessarily have the initial speed, but he's got some breakaway speed downfield. Eight yards for Bolos on that first down carry. A lot of different weapons on this Franklin County offense. Kelly will get it to Shane, Bolos. We'll see Bauman in some short yardage um, situations. We've already seen Schatzel make a, a big impression on this game as Kelly's going deep again, this time overthrew his receiver, and Luke Pierce oh makes an incredible juggling interception, and he's got some room to run as he is going to get it down to the Lawrenceburg 45-yard line, an amazing play. Wow. By Lucas Pierce. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about star of the game, right, there's a new nomination, Travis. Fantastic. Wow, what a catch that was. Amazing hand-eye coordination. I mean, he juggled that around Pierce. for about five yards. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a tad overthrown from Kelly. We've already seen him throw two beautiful deep balls. Luke Pierce comes up with his first interception of the year, and that is going to give the Tigers the ball on their own 45. But actually, it looks like um, sideline warning on the Tigers. Well, well so that's it's not going to. Kind of hard not to celebrate that one, folks. Come on now. It's not going to result in any penalty yardage, but uh, the next time they got to go over there, they'll Man. certainly be marking off some yards. Lawrenceburg leading the game, Jack, 14 to 12, with 11 minutes left in the second quarter. I feel like the boss would give me an excessive celebration uh, penalty a lot if that was the case. We we need a lot less of that. County looks like they want to bring a blitz here as we have a uh, penalty false start. Well, all right. Both teams getting involved in a little bit of those head games, but uh, I don't think either team came in planning this pace of play, though. Uh, again, we talked about conservative, but maybe not this quick. Uh, I don't think they thought they might have a little bit more time, but it's definitely affecting both teams. That'll set back Lawrenceburg five yards. That's their first penalty of the night offensively. They have been very good tonight offensively. They scored on their first two possessions pretty much all through the on the ground. They've had one pass that went for a touchdown. We'll see if they'll open it up a little bit for Garrett Yoon or if they'll keep it on the ground as he will roll out. He's looking for Dia Patel on an out route, and he overthrows him. He was certainly open. Yeah, and then you saw Dia try and make that turn there, that cut, and did slip again in the grass. Still don't think he was in a position to catch that ball, but uh, going to have to be wary. They're trying to make some of these cuts to the ball with that wet grass. And in case you're wondering out there, uh, Tigers fans, yes, uh, Lawrenceburg plays on artificial turf, but uh, they do play plenty of games on natural grass. Uh, this is not something unusual to them. Oh, I no. tell you what. Back in the day, Franklin County used to have grass about a, a foot high, and that's not the case anymore. It uh, <laughs> looks well-maintenanced here tonight. As Adam Bird will get the carry off right tackle, he's got a ton of room, and he's going to get it out close to a first down on that second and 15 run. 
Got about 12 or 13 yards. Man, oh, man, that was just a great run. Again, bottled up on the inside, but able to find a lane and come just shy of that first down marker. Third and two, so getting 13 officially on that carry. Tigers are one for one on third down conversions tonight, one for one on fourth down conversions. Big-time key stat in any football game, but uh, specifically when you're playing for a championship. Union the shotgun. He'll hand it to Bird, and he just goes behind his big offensive lineman. And he's actually short a yard, but I think we'll see Lawrenceburg go for it on the plus side of the 50. Oh, I definitely have to think that they're going to be in a go-for-it situation. But, yeah, I uh, thought they had a little room to run there and got bottled up, and then there was nothing all of a sudden. Franklin County swarmed to the ball. I also have to correct myself. You can't be uh, one for one on four, fourth down conversions without being one for two on third down conversions. Uh-huh. So, uh, quick correction there. Yeah, you know, you know, hey, <laughs> those, those are small stats there. Uh, and if you ask me, they all look the same. High formation. We'll hand it to the up man, Pierce. That is Jake Pierce, and uh, he is still moving forward. Legs are churning. He's going to pick up 10 yards and a first down. How about that? How about that sports fan? So the uh, Pierce contingent has uh, really changed the course of this game. Luke got the uh, big interception defensively, and then Jake picks up a first down on a fourth down run to keep this drive alive for the Tigers. Under nine and a half left here in the second quarter. Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 14 to 12. Lawrenceburg seeking their 20th sectional championship in school history. Franklin County looking for their seventh, but they haven't won one since 1998. The year they went to the semi-state. Yoon is going to roll to his right. He flushed from the pocket from Hall. And actually Hall comes back to make the tackle after Yoon gains about six or seven yards. He was initially flushed from the pocket by Sam Westerfeld, excuse me, who is the leading sack man for either team with nine and a half on the season. I tell you what, that's just really <laughs> just amazing that Hume was able to even get that much, yet alone uh, gain out of that. I mean, he was dead to rights about six yards behind the line of scrimmage, able to dance around and still be able to turn that into a game play. We do see that uh, rollout play from the Tigers, especially when they have a one wide receiver set. Daya Patel, they're wanting to roll out, hit him on a comeback or an out route. We'll see maybe Garrett stay in the pocket, see if he can't sling something downfield. Four wide receivers set here. Looked like he was going to throw and then ends up taking off and running. He's had a lot of room to do that tonight. Another first down for the Tigers. Picked up about eight yards. Yeah, that's definitely where I had him at as well. Puts him about 110 yards on the night, on the ground alone. Uh, just so consistent getting it done. It's so hard to say, go away from it. So there's obviously something that Lawrenceburg coaching staff saw on film leading into this game that they thought they could exploit Franklin County in the run game a little bit, specifically with their athletic quarterback, Garrett Yoon. First and 10 from the Franklin County 22. They have the box stacked and a lot of movement there up front. As all the uh, refs throw their <laughs> yellow flags. That's going to be another false start on the offense. Set them back five yards, first and 15 from the 27. So, Peyton Manning says you don't do laundry on game night anyways. That's all right. No laundry on the field. So we've mentioned it a little bit before, Jack. The more that Lawrenceburg's run game is effective, you see eight guys creeping up in the box. It leaves a lot of one-on-one matchups out there for your wide receivers if you want to take a shot down the field. Well, I definitely think that's what you're going to see a lot of. But I think first they're going to try and see how long can we keep running this ball like this, and if not, we're going to keep doing it. Bird gets the handoff, and he's basically right up the middle there, ran right behind the center, 
Got 10 yards. I mean, just, you know, I mean, when you're averaging, you know, that many yards per run, it's got to be close to double digits. You just how can you go away from that? It's a lot less issue, area of fumbles, and don't have to worry about the interception, uh, and you're kind of shrinking down the field and controlling the clock. All good points there. As uh, Larchburg looks like they'll just continue to play smash mouth football, second and five from the 15. Yoon's going to keep it, patient runner. Hit after a couple of yards. That was that made the tackle. That looks like that was nose tackle Robbie Parsons. Really good player for West Gilman's Franklin County Wildcats. They actually gave him. Did you give him a yard on that? Maybe one. It looks like they still have it a third and three. There we go. Okay, uh, two yards. So they'll go back to this I formation. Daya Patel split out to the right. Pierce got the ball the last time in this particular formation, but Yoon, with a hard count, gets Franklin County to jump off for the second time tonight. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, again, smart football uh, and just good recognition that Franklin County has been playing with maybe a little bit of anticipation, a little bit of extra energy and trying to exploit that with the hard count. So, And also a good job for the uh, Tigers to uh, stay home and not fool themselves. Tigers looking to make it three for three on their uh, drive so far. Scored on their first two drives, 15 plays combined. They've ran seven plays on this particular drive that started back on their own 45 after the Luke Pierce interception. So trying to capitalize on the first big mistake of the game. That is a handoff. Let's see if that was Bird or Pierce. Not a Bird. Yeah, just... Wow, seven-yard gain, second and goal from the three-yard line. Saw Garrett Yoon score on a seven-yard run on the last possession. He has uh, been just so phenomenal in that part of uh, this rushing attack here tonight. That was actually Luke Pierce on that last rush, by the way. But he's going to get it again. And he scores the touchdown. He's there the man is. that got the ball back for the Tigers as Luke Pierce takes it in. For a three-yard touchdown. How about that? So the Tigers take a 20-12 to lead, and they have had a definitive advantage in special teams because they've been able to connect on their two extra points. Franklin County hasn't got any extra points. Missed on one and then failed a two-point conversion on a trick play. See if Joey Hibbard can make it three for three. It didn't look very pretty last time, but it still went through. That one was almost blocked, but Schatzel coming off the edge. But Hibbert puts it through, so the Tigers will lead it 21-12. 5.40 left in the half. We'll be back after this. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed Internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU Drive-Thru on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed Internet? Call 812-532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. It has been a really fun first half here as uh, Lawrenceburg and Franklin County vying for a sectional title. The Tigers 
After uh, falling behind, scored, fall, fell behind again, but they have scored a couple touchdowns in a row now, lead at 21-12. Luke Pierce gets the interception, and then he finishes off with a touchdown on that uh, drive there after Jack. I mean, definitely some good poetic justice, but, man, I tell you what, how savvy and good are these Lawrenceburg Tigers? I mean, think about how much they just kind of took that first shot to the mouth said that's all right we still got this if that's all you got we got you covered come back control the ground game like no other just keep running and running and running the ball and right now just running up the score 21 to 12 big lead see if the defense can come up with a big stop bauman gets the uh, kickoff return again a uh, couple of tigers there on the tackle alex witty Stegan bennett making the stop Boy, I see a lot of Franklin County uh, looking to the ref with the arms in the air. and like, come on, boys, we're sectional time. It's time to uh, put up, shut up, and let's play some ball. So Franklin County will start this drive on their own 28. Only ran two plays on their last drive. Tried to hit the deep ball again. They were looking for prowls. They've hit Chassel a couple times down the field. Last time, Lou Pierce made the nice play. I mean, that's, that's a great goal, but I don't understand why they're not true doing the end-around sweep. It should be a strong point. They've got the runners. And that's a false start. As, mm, daggone it, like Garrett Ertle maybe got started a little bit early. Actually, that was Anthony Moore, number 53. Yeah, they're on the end, just to, trying to get ahead of that block. He is actually in for Garrett Ertle. It was their usual starter, but Anthony Moore certainly got some great size, 6'4", 293-pound senior. First and 15 for Franklin County. Kelly in the shotgun. Stand in motion. Two guys wide on the field. Great tackle there. Like maybe that was Wyatt Hartman. I could not see the number from here. (laughs) Make it. Jake Pierce coming up from his linebacker spot. Ah. Well, they give Kelly three on that game. Second and 12. Five minutes left in the first half. Franklin County got the ball first. They struck quickly on one play. Tigers have been resilient. See if Franklin County can now uh, answer the bell. As they're looking deep, Ashton Craig had good coverage. Chassel makes a good play coming back on the ball in front of Brennan Bushman. There's a flag on the play. Bushman, again, these uh, corners have not done a good job of getting their head turned around with the exception of Pierce's interception. Yeah, I mean, Kelly, he was getting up a little bit uh, with a little bit of a limp there, really let that ball go a lot earlier than what he wanted to. But like you said, just getting the head around by the uh, defender could have turned that into an interception, but just a great reception there by the Cats. Heck of a play by Kelly to stick it in there and uh, make the throw. It's going to be a 26-yard gain if it holds up, and it looks like they are going to uh, wave off the flag. So first down. Is, uh, man, what a play by Schatzel coming back on the ball. I mean, yeah, just wow. How many yards did you say that was there, Travis? 26 yards as they get it into Tiger wow. territory. Down to the 49-yard line just across midfield. Kelly flanked by two running backs, and it's a bad snap. Kelly falls on it, and that's going to be a big loss, eight or nine yards. So for Franklin County, it's kind of been 
one step forward, two steps back here on the last couple of possessions, kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit with some penalties and then plays like that where just kind of can't have that kind of stuff in a sectional championship game and Coach Gilman would be the first to tell you. I mean, exactly. I mean, he alluded that in his interview. We kind of talked about that during the pregame. You're going to have to play some good, smart football. I mean, you gave up over 100 yards, 12 penalties. You can't expect to do that and win this game tonight. Second and 18, Kelly looking for that deep ball, and that was nearly intercepted by Gilmore. There was some contact there. Gilmore and Shassel went shoulder to shoulder. Come on, Ted. Come on. I think at the uh, at the higher levels of play, they might let that one go, but uh, certainly going to be pass interference on Aiden Gilmore. And they've kind of been in the ref's ear here, kind of been looking for some of that there, but there was definitely some contact. Yep. Could be called. I'm with you. Maybe you keep that one in the pocket, but in light of where they're at in this game, they're probably going to get that call most of the time tonight. Interesting that they uh, run to uh, mark that off instead of you know do the whole one step at a time type deal, but a, a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, I just didn't know if there was another dance or another move coming there, or, you know, maybe a little side uh uh, halftime uh, show by the refs, maybe. Follows in motion. Second and four. Kelly's going to keep it. Runs off left tackle. Ashton Craig grabbed his jersey high. Wasn't a horse collar because Kelly kept running right through it. I guess, but now I, I tell you what, from the NFL level, I think they would have called that a horse collar tackle just because that's the way they've been kind of doing that most of the year. But either way, uh, still a good, strong run by Kelly. Yep, first down, six-yard run, as Franklin County has it down to the Lawrenceburg 43 with 325 left here in the first half. Franklin County trailing by nine points. Kelly flushed out of the pocket. Hartman makes him uh, kind of throw it up, and Kelly is able to... Get that ball out of bounds. Strong arm, strong kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just an overall being a you know, big, great athlete there, able to get that ball out of there, even under pressure, and he was most definitely under pressure. Uh, Tigers defense coming to, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe they've been a little more rested here. I think you're seeing some of the effects, uh, you know, some of the two-way players there for Franklin County a little bit on the winded side here, getting close to the second uh, end of the second quarter. Second and ten. From the 38-yard line, 314, time has stopped. After that incomplete pass, three wide receiver set for Kelly, two to his right. Bolos goes in motion to the left. They fake the sweep to Shane. They come back to the near side to Shassel, and he makes a big play. He's still up, breaks a couple tackles, gets it down to about the 15-yard line, 23-yard gain first down. Man, oh, man, is Shasso came to play tonight. Wow. They have run that play a couple of times now, Jack, and it has been mighty successful. Uh, legal man downfield, so that ball is coming back. Oh, man, that's so unfortunate. Man, I'm telling you what, the two times they have run that play, it has been the great vision of Shasso that's turned it into the game that it was, and now it's for all for naught. Daggone it. That's all right. At least they know that there's still uh, life to be had here. So that will negate a 23-yard gain. That has kind of been the story so far for this Franklin County offense. Yeah, I mean, those penalties, just, you know, again, you can only fight so many battles. It can't be yourself in addition to uh, your opponent. Uh, it's just going to be a long night. But, again, luckily, luckily they're still able to overcome. Still just second down, 14. Uh, they can still make something happen here going into or getting ready for the end of the second quarter. 
second and 14, and we have a timeout. It's going to be called by Franklin County, so we'll take a break with them, catch our breath. Tigers lead Franklin County 21-12, to 12, under three to go in the first half. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. The search for lost coverage has brought us here to Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Born in Brookville more than a century ago, Franklin County Farmers Mutual still keeps everything. Agents, adjusters, and claims local and in-house. Just look at these markets. Those are amazingly low rates and deductibles. This breed can even bundle home and auto. Oh my, look at these. Rates that haven't increased since 1986. Incredibly rare indeed. You can discover more on Facebook. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. We insure quality. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. A good one here from Franklin County High School, Class 3A, Sectional 31 at Championship. Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 21 to 12 with 2.58 left in the first half. Quickly here, Jack. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Milan Indians. They got a big sectional championship game tonight, too, at North Decatur. Uh, last we heard, zeros going into the second quarter, so a, a battle once again between those two rivals. Well, I mean, we called the game earlier, and, you know, Milan definitely had the better of the Chargers, but I tell you what, it looks like uh, things have kind of equalized out here throughout the year, and uh, it's going to be uh, maybe uh, first scores could be uh, one, first scores touchdown could be to win that one. Maybe, and uh, they played a 21-20 game last year in the sectional championship. The Chargers did win it, so Milan looking for a little bit of redemption out in Greensburg tonight, but we are here focusing on a 3A championship. The Tigers trying to win back-to-back sectionals. Franklin County hasn't won one since 1998, so uh, they are thirsty for some uh, championship glory here as they swing it out to Prowse, and that's a hook and ladder. They throw it back to Bolos, and he gets back to about where Prowse made the pitch backwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, the uh, uh, trick part of that play didn't really amount to much, but still, just uh, I think you're going to start throwing the Tigers off. I think if nothing else, it throws another thing that you have to prepare for or at least talk about in the locker room. To be fair, I love that play call, even though it didn't warrant them any additional yards. And, um, third and eight from the 36, so who do you give the stats to? Prowls made the <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was in, I'm looking at the same thing going, well, uh, you know, both are valid. <laughs> Give Bulls a little run there. 218 to play. Kelly back to throw. Craig coming in on the blind side. He's got another shot to Shassel, and this time Gilmore is able to stick his hand in there and break that play up. Fine play by the junior standout corner, Aiden Gilmore. It's a little tough to see that sideline, but it looked like he really just didn't give the receiver enough room to turn around and still be able to make a play and still then be able to stay inbounds. So it's going to bring up a fourth and eight, and again championship game you're in plus territory you're going to see teams go for it more times than not in this situation so oh i think you got to be looking at a 70 or 80 percentile for sure i mean unless you got a big leg or a good punter back there which uh, at the high school level is just hard to come by uh and even then in this type of situation you're probably still going to go, we're going to go for it reset the play clock we're at 209 here left in the first half Adam Kelly has some more first-half magic in that left arm of his three wide receivers. He's looking to the near side to Prowse, and he overthrows them. So that is going to be a turnover on downs. Yeah, credit the uh, Tigers' defense there. Good job getting pressure. 
you know, not giving up the easy little pass there and then forcing Kelly just to overthrow Prowls there on the sideline and uh, well, give the Tigers another opportunity to bring the ball down here, maybe have an opportunity to put some points on the board. Uh, but, you know, again, you're probably looking at a solid run here just to keep the clock running to half. I know the Tigers do have two timeouts and a gold opportunity to pad their lead going into half, and they will get the ball coming out into the third quarter, too. So this is a big-time opportunity for Lawrenceburg, but Franklin County needs to uh, step it up on defense, keep themselves in the game. Four wide receivers for Yoon. That's going to be a quarterback keeper, a little spin move, and he is brought down by Austin Hall after a four-yard gain. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, don't forget, you know, Franklin County on the year does technically have more sacks than uh, what the Tigers do, uh, but they really haven't been able to do much behind the line of scrimmage so far from a defensive standpoint. Uh, so far this year, we've seen Lawrenceburg be very effective in these two-minute type drills. See if Garrett Young starts to open it up with his arm a little bit. He'll keep it on the ground this time. Has a big hole to his right. Wrestled down by Westerfeld after a first down. About nine-yard carry for Garrett Yoon. He's been exceptional on the ground tonight. I mean, yeah, just really getting it done. Uh, over 125 yards already tonight just on the ground. Uh, I've really only seen one pass completion because that's all he's had to do. I mean, it's been hand the ball off, hand the ball off, and, you know, let them do their job. Well, he throws it down the seam. Oh! oh, actually went to the outside, and that goes through the wickets of number 24, Hunter Shane. who if he would have picked that off, that's a touchdown because there's not a kid on the field that would have caught him. That is 100% true, and it caught Diabatello so off guard, he actually could have still had a chance to catch the ball, but even he assumed that Tashane was going to catch it. Maybe a little miscommunication between Garrett Yoon and Diabatello. They have not connected Ooh. on any uh, reception ah. so far tonight, as uh, the Tigers <laughs> will take a timeout. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. They have same-day appointments, on-site X-ray and MRI in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Visit them online at beaconortho.com. Stay tuned for the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. Got a lot of stats and analysis coming uh, for you from my friend Happy Jack. We'll get in on the fun as well. I love to break down what we saw here in the first half. But uh, right now the Tigers have a minute 16 left to go. Just took their second timeout. They got one to go. It's a second and ten. Got the ball right near midfield. Just tried to take a shot. Probably should have been a turnover. Probably a little conservative coming out of the timeout, you think? Uh, yes, I 100% expect either a handoff to Bird or Yoon just going to keep the ball. But I think the first message, the first thing the coach said was, everybody on the same page now. Uh, you know, this is a, you know, no time to panic by any means. You got, you're up 21-12. That's all well and good. But don't hurt yourself here. Keep play smart football. I was actually very surprised at that last play. I was calling for the ball to go down the seam because Aiden Gilmore looked to be the one that was open, but Garrett was going towards Dia. We'll see what they draw up here on second and ten, as it does look like it's going to be a run. And uh, right on cue, Adam Bird gets the ball, and uh, he's going to take it out for about a 15-yard gain and a first down. So the clock will stop momentarily as they move the chains. Uh, Been an 11, though, still a, still a good time. And the Tigers keep it on the ground yet again, just trying to wear out this Franklin County defense as Bird gets another eight yards or so. So we're right out of minute to play. Tigers are in the hurry-up offense, of course, with one timeout. They just keep running the ball at them. 
Bird close to the first down marker. If he didn't get it, Tigers might be forced to take a timeout, but I think Coach Kaniga is asking for a measurement. Nope, they call timeout. So we'll step away quickly, back with the remaining 43 seconds of the first half. Tigers lead 21-12. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99-3. Hey, Dearborn County. COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work, visit public places, or be near others. To determine your status get tested through your primary care provider or at our local optum testing site this message is a service of the dearborn county health department hey it's bubba bo get all the news weather and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 43 seconds left here in the first half Lawrenceburg leading franklin county 21 to 12 in this 5-3A sectional 31 final. The winner of this game will go on to play Southridge or Salem next week. If the Tigers win, they'll be at home no matter what. Franklin County wins. They would be home against Southridge, away against Salem. Right now, the Tigers trending towards getting back to the pit for the regional. Next week, third and one from the 26. Yoon under center. He hands it to Pierce. He's been good in these short situations all season long. Gets about four yards, so that's going to be another first down for the Tigers. They did just use their last timeout, Jack. Clock stops on a first down until they set the markers. So now the Tigers got to be smart, get out of bounds, or get up to the line of scrimmage and spike it when they uh, have the chance. They'll go for a deep ball. Aiden Gilmore down the front makes an incredible catch. Did he hold on to it? Yes, he did. That is a Tigers touchdown from 26 yards out. Garrett Yoon hits Aiden Gilmore for their second touchdown connection. Holy cow, are you kidding me? That was just amazing. <laughs> well, you don't need any timeouts if you score a touchdown I, in that late I mean, situation. Yeah, I guess. Man, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm just flabbergasted. Uh, two completions, two touchdowns for you. Hibbert <laughs> on for the extra point. And he slams the ball through the uprights for his uh, fourth PAT of the night. Tigers take a commanding 28-12 lead with 29 seconds left to go. We'll see if Franklin County can have a quick answer when we come back. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. As fall approaches, loading the car with friends and family and hitting the local pumpkin patch or that new haunted house is sure to be on your to-do list. And let's not forget the countless Saturday mornings spent taking the kids and their gear to the ball games. That is why now is the perfect time to update your vehicle during SUV season at Hag Ford. Whatever your vehicle needs, the Ford Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, or Expedition are sure to make this fall one to remember. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Check out our selection of Ford SUVs at HagFordSales.com. Hey. It's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Oh, a beautiful touchdown drive for the Lawrenceburg Tigers going seven plays, 64 yards capped off by a Garrett Yoon 26-yard touchdown pass to Aiden Gilmore to take a 28-12 lead nearing halftime. Tigers 
trying to pull away in this sexual championship game. Well, I think they decided they need to make a little statement here before they go into halftime again. They really could have just ran the clock out, ran the ball a few times, maybe got into a long field goal situation, which is a, an option that they do have, and then you go just move the ball down the field and score a touchdown and just say, wow, uh, take that. Franklin County just has a big mountain to kill or a hill to climb right now. Bauman fields it around the 10-yard line. The Tigers have purposely kicked to him, doesn't have as uh, much game-breaking speed as some of the other returners, such as uh, Christian Prowse. So they'll bring that out to the 23-yard line, 25 seconds left. Franklin County does have two timeouts. We'll see how aggressive they want to be on offense down 16 points now. I mean, I think you just come out, you put three, receive, three, four receivers out there, throw them all down the field, and try and see what you can kind of gain. If you get an opportunity to make something, great. If not, you take a knee, go into halftime, and then just do a little reset. And, uh, we have seen Kelly... Hit two big plays down the field to Schatzel. Tigers do have two safeties deep. They actually have Adam Bird into the game. They're going to hand that off to Shane and see if he can uh, break something big with Braden York. <laughs> wrestles him down. The big senior, 6'4", 278, going up against 5'9", 140. So as, long as, they can wrestle, as long as they can <laughs> wrangle him up, they'll be able to get him down. But Tashane is obviously a very talented player and has game-breaking speed, and Franklin County will not run another play. So Lawrenceburg will take a 28-12 lead into halftime, scored on all four of their offensive possessions. Coach K and his team feeling good going into the second half. We'll be back with the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan halftime show. This is High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I like the transferability, the affordability, and the accessibility of the campus. The affordability of Ivy Tech makes it to where I won't have any debt getting my degree, so that's helpful for me paying for my own classes. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Barney, you know what that sound means. Oh, man, I can't wait, Double T. We got another auction coming up on your hometown radio stations, Eagle Country 99.3 and Wiki Country 95.3, and it's going to be driven by Car Country. Yes, you don't know how much I've been waiting on this. The stocking stuffers, guys and gals, you need to get ready for the bargains that are about to hit. But I want to be the bell ringer this time. Absolutely. We'll get you the bell, and hopefully we'll have it ringing a bunch. November 16th through the 20th, the Stocking Stuffer Auction. So happy that you're jumping on board again this year. We always have a lot of fun with it. Oh, we've had so much fun. There's such great deals. It's like, why not? I'm definitely all in. I think it's from 9 to noon, so the same hours even. Yeah, 9 to noon. It worked out really great the last time around, and this time you can get your Christmas shopping done. Definitely Stocking Stuffers by all means, and I can't wait. The Stocking Stuffer Auction comes your way November 16th through the 20th, 9 a.m. to noon each day, driven by Car Country, and you'll hear it on your hometown radio stations, Eagle Country 99.3 and Wiki Country 95.3. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. 
Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. It has been my pleasure to provide quality orthopedic care to southeastern Indiana families for the last 15 years. If you're experiencing pain or sustain an injury, my team and I will create a plan to get you back safely to the things you love to do. Call today at 513-354-3700 or you can schedule an appointment yourself online at beaconortho.com. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3 and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuel has been family-owned and operated since 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. On the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long, visit wardway.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. At halftime of this class, 3A sectional 31 championship game, Larsburg leading Franklin County 28-12. to And uh, Jack, let's uh, first take a look at our Hagford keys to the game. I tell you what, uh, you know, like Tommy Nostradamus for what you will. Uh, you know, I guess I like to brag a little bit. Uh, for the uh, Franklin County, they had to do well on special teams and defense. They got half of that. That's why they're still in the game right now is because they have done a pretty good job on special teams. They have done some really good things, but they haven't played the smart football to avoid the penalties. As for the Tigers, well, they had to stay true to the run, and they have done that. They have controlled the clock, and they established control, avoided those turnovers, actually caused a turnover for them. And then how about being able to put the foot on the gas and go down and then score uh, just an impressive touchdown right before halftime. Uh, had to be a little bit deflating for the uh, uh, Wildcats there. But, again, if they're going to get back in this game, it's going to take strong defense, and they're going to have to find a way to score some points now. All right, thanks for the Hag Ford keys to the game. Check up at halftime. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today, HagFordSales.com. And for this Lawrenceburg offense, four possessions, four touchdowns in the first half. I got them down for uh, 262 yards of total offense, and that's uh, mostly been on the ground with Garrett Yoon, but uh, he's hit Aiden Gilmore for a couple of touchdown passes as well. I mean, just has really done a good job getting some other guys involved, but really just kind of saying, hey, guys, I got this. I'm putting the whole team on my shoulders. I mean, no one has been more explosive than him. I really felt it was the coach with the conservative play call early on saying, hey, we're just going to let you run the ball and control the clock. Uh, but I soon found out just from the way he was running the ball, Garrett Yoon says, I am in control of this game. Uh, he has truly established himself as a true leader of this football team and uh, right now is just getting it done uh, through the air and on the ground. I think he's got to be the leader in the clubhouse for the star of the game for the Tigers, which is presented by 
Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison, and uh, you have some stats to back that up with the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Well, yes, exactly. I mean, because Gary Yoon, 125 yards on the ground, just let alone, and then 45 yards through the air. That's it. However, that's two touchdowns through the air also as well. Both of those go into Aiden Gilmore. I mean, you you throw in uh, Jacob Pierce getting a little touchdown action in there. I mean, you ran for his own touchdown as well. Uh, You still have Adam Bird was 68 yards on the night. Uh, but if you would have told me coming into this game, Travis, that Dakota Roth, Daya Patel, uh, uh, and Rowlett and the company, yeah, just go down yeah. the list, wouldn't have a catch, not a reception on the night, and they'd still be up 28-12, I would say you would be uh, uh, telling me a tall tale. I think I'm right there with you. And uh, let's uh, take a look at the uh, Franklin County Wildcats as well, see who's uh, standing out for them so far in the first half with the stats report. Well, it was just crazy because we expected a lot of running game. And when we looked at all the different yards, I mean, Adam Kelly, the quarterback, their leading rusher. Mm-hmm. But you got Tashane, who's just a phenomenal rusher as well, a lot of speed there. you got Bridger Bolos coming out there, another great rusher. And then all the yards are coming through the air, 175 yards in the air for Kelly. Uh, you know, got touchdown going to Schatzel there, uh, getting Prowse involved a little bit. But then other than that, not a real, uh, no real uh, big standouts. Uh, Bolos had 12 yards on the ground to Shane. Man, only coming up because he did have a couple of losses in there, mm-hmm. uh, about five yards on the night. Kelly, their leading rusher with only 11 yards. It's just not going to get very far in there. I mean, they're going to have to find ways to get the points, and if it's going to be through the air, I, I think you're going to have to find somebody besides Schatz, so maybe Bolos is going to be stepping up. Yeah, to add on to that stats report, uh, if you look at a uh, young man like Hunter Tashane, Last year, he rushed for almost 1,500 yards and 20 touchdowns. It was different circumstances last year. A lot of wildcat offense. It was he and Bolos back there basically uh, taking turns, running the ball. Very effective with Adam Kelly here this year. Uh, a little bit different offense. They're throwing the ball a lot more, and Kelly's such a big body. They use him as uh, their primary runner, as you mentioned. So uh, we'll see if Tashane can uh, maybe break one uh, here in the second half, get his confidence boosted a little bit. But uh, we thank you for the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Visit ivytech.edu. And uh, speaking of Ivy Tech, coming up this uh, Wednesday is Veterans Day. We want to mention this uh, real quick. The uh, Lawrenceburg High School Military Club is going to be hosting their first ever Veterans Day Parade. Uh, everyone's going to line up about 9 a.m. outside of the uh, Riverside campus here in downtown Lawrenceburg at uh, Ivy Tech, and then they're going to go past all the Lawrenceburg schools. All the students will be out, uh, you know, basically uh, saluting and recognizing all of the uh, current and past military members during that parade. So uh, all military vets should come out and participate in that parade coming up uh, this Wednesday, Wednesday for Veterans Day. But uh, back to the uh, football action here at Franklin County. If we are looking ahead to our postgame awards, you have uh, the players who fueled their team brought to you by Wardway Fuels. They are the local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business and home. Visit wardway.com. You mentioned Aiden Gilmore, the two touchdowns he's had for the Tigers. But I'm looking at Jacob Schatzel on the other side, uh, another wide receiver that's made some big plays for Franklin County. Those are just two I'm throwing out. Do you have any other names? Well, that, uh, maybe Schatzel might... is going to definitely get the edge there. I'm a little bit uh, – Gilmore's been a little soft on some defensive coverage. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, you know, and I know maybe that's just been a little critical because, hey, everyone, you know, you're, you're not perfect all the time. That doesn't exist. If that's what you're looking for, it's going to set up for a lot of disappointment. But, I mean, you know, right now, Adam Bird right now is my unsung hero. He has been the, the workhorse, a little underworked. Uh, now, hopefully they're going to try and get 
get him the ball more. I think we saw that a little bit there at the end. Uh, Ewan willing to say, hey, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. Uh, you know, not only saving himself as a quarterback, but just highlighting the talent that Bird is and maybe even getting a few passes out in the flat. And then, well, like we discussed, the, uh, you know, uh, crew of uh, receivers there, Roth, Patel, Pierce, Rowlett, all those folks getting involved would be a big key. Absolutely. So it is a 28 to 12 here at halftime. We're going to step aside, take another break. When we come back, we'll uh, forecast what you might uh, see here or hear here, I guess, in the uh, second half coming up of this uh, sectional 31 championship. This is high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com home has meant everything to us and lowe's is the place to get everything for the season like pre-lit artificial trees from ge that were 199 and are now just 169 or holiday living string lights in white or multicolors starting at just 298 because gifts for home bring joy to all lowe's home for the holidays find holiday decorations gifts and great deals at lowe's.com while supplies last, selection varies by location. Special value valid through 1118. See sales associate for details. U.S. only. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you order the essentials. A power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit DearbornCountyCasa.com. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuel has been family-owned and operated since 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. On the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long, visit wardway.com. This fall, Margaret Mary Health welcomed internal medicine doctor Nancy Kennedy to its medical staff. Having practiced medicine for nearly 30 years, Dr. Kennedy is experienced in treating adults and helps manage complex conditions like heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, and lung disease. Dr. Kennedy's office is located at Margaret Mary's Medical Arts Center on State Route 129 in Batesville. For an appointment, call 812-932-5909. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Alongside Happy Jack on Double D, Travis there coming to you from Franklin County High School. Beautiful night for some high school football. I said it probably a million times on air earlier today, but unseasonably warm weather. But, uh, my goodness, it is uh, super pleasant for a sectional championship game in early November. I tell you what, if you could have called in from a weather standpoint, something actually went right in 2020. How about that? Yeah, absolutely, and I won't speak of any delays because we uh, definitely sat through one of those uh, a couple weeks ago. But, uh, the uh, Tigers leading 28-12 uh, to 12 here at halftime, and I wanted to get back to uh, Coach Gilman's pregame interview. We had to cut it off a little bit early uh Time was kind of thrown off a little bit in the pregame, so they kicked off a little bit earlier than maybe we were expecting. But a couple of things that uh, we didn't get to hear uh, about um, this Franklin County team is, one, Adam Kelly's leadership, of course, uh, coming over from Connersville last year. Uh, he's their leading rusher, and um, Gilman just basically said, hey, he came right in, has great character, great attitude, became an instant leader with this team. And uh, he also showed some kudos to the rest of his team for allowing a newcomer to come in and be such an integral part of this team. Well, I mean, I think that's the reason why you're seeing them be so successful. You know, they're in this sectional championship because they found a way to come together as a team. Because no matter what's going on, that's the culture that, as a coach, you have to try and put out there. But it still takes buy-in from players. I mean, you know, the old adage is that you can't get somebody to do what they don't want to do. I mean, you know, they have to want to do something. you got to convince them and show them the benefits. And it looks like that's what he's been able to do with Kelly, bringing him in, establishing him as a leader, and letting everyone kind of come to him because he is definitely and been running this offense out there on the field, uh, getting some different guys involved. And, well, uh, you know, overall doing a pretty good job of just coming up against a huge challenge here uh, for what the Lawrenceburg Tigers have been able to bring tonight. And Kelly will be tasked with leading his Wildcats from behind here in the uh, second half. Uh, his defense will have to step up for him first because the Tigers will get the ball uh, coming out of halftime. But one other thing that uh, Coach Gilman got to there in the uh, pregame that we didn't get to hear was uh, talking about what this uh, potential sectional championship would mean to uh, him and his program. Of course, he was a star player here, now the head coach, and uh, they haven't won one since 1998, so obviously it's been a long time coming. they got some work to do to get there, but he said that a, a sectional championship tonight could essentially set up his program to be successful for the next 10 years. Well, I mean, you know, there's stuff to be said for believability. Uh, when it's been that long, you know, you know, 20 plus years, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, yeah, uh, the football program, yeah, we're going to be good. You know, nobody, nobody really believes it when they say it. But if you can be able to put and hang that, you know, sectional championship banner, are you kidding me? You will get rally from your support, rally from your community. And well, I think everyone just loves coming together. And that's what this truly could be for them. But like you said, it is going to be a big challenge, a big hill to climb. And right now, the Tiger do have the uh, advantage uh, looking down 28 to uh, 12 here, uh, getting ready to come out of half. Yeah, don't count out these Franklin County Wildcats just yet. A lot of talent on that side of the ball. And uh, looking forward to the future for Coach Gilman and his club. He's got a uh, son setting in the crowd tonight that's in eighth grade that will be coming through and uh, playing varsity football very, very soon. So pretty uh, cool there. It really is. There maybe needs to be a little Giants reference in there somewhere, but I'm telling you, uh, it's going to be uh, a good time, some good football to come here in Franklin County. Like you said, there's so many playmakers on there. If they can be able to get Bolos and Tashane, you know, both involved on the outside, it could be a real game changer. Uh, but like you said, first step up, got to be the defense. Tigers getting the ball first. All right, so uh, we're going to wait and see if they put any additional time up on the clock here at halftime. It doesn't look like they will, so uh, we should be set to kick off here for third quarter action here momentarily. And, again, it was a, a very exciting first half, uh, plenty of uh, big plays on both sides. 
Franklin County came out, kind of punched Lawrenceburg in the mouth early, got the first touchdown. Tigers answered, Franklin County answered, and then it was all Tigers from there on out the rest of the uh, first half. But two quarters to play for uh, Coach Kaniga's team. They just simply got to keep doing what they're doing, and they're going to win sectional number 20 in program history. I mean, that is definitely the plan for the Tigers. As for Franklin County, I mean, again, that stat we talked about earlier, 17 of 31 on those, uh, you know, extra point attempts, and it really seemed like that botched, uh, you know, uh, two-point conversion, if you will, fake extra point, uh, just kind of took a lot of wind out of the sails. I think the guys looked at we scored two touchdowns, and somehow we're still down 14-12, what's going on? And ever since then, they were just been playing a little catch-up. So if they can be able to make a stop here quickly and then find a way to get some points on the board, they might be able to get some momentum. I think it's going to be imperative for Franklin County to stop this Lawrenceburg offense uh, here on this first possession of the third quarter, already trailing by 16. And uh, when you talk about those extra points and everything, two-point conversions, I think from here on out, being down 16, Franklin County's probably just going to say, we're not going to be cute. We're just going to go for two each and every time. You almost have to. At this I point. mean, yeah, just line up and go. I mean, you're not uh, disguising or fooling anybody. Uh, just a little common sense. Tigers got a uh, lot of folks near the 50-yard line anticipating perhaps a uh, little onside kick there, some trickery from Franklin County. But uh, Adam can... Kelly lining up the kick. We'll see what happens there. All right, maybe they know something we don't, Travis. And they will elect to boot it deep. Aiden Gilmore, that bounces, picks it up about the 12-yard line and is tripped up right at the 25. So Lawrenceburg will come out for their fifth possession of the game. They have been mighty good on offense. And uh, we actually mentioned in the pregame, you know, Lawrenceburg is a very balanced offensive team. Usually most nights it's going to be about a 50-50 split. They'll run the ball, pass the ball as well. But tonight it's been Probably 80-20-90-10 in terms of their run heavy, almost beating Franklin County at their own game. It really has been. I mean, that has been, that's why it really feels like the scripts were flipped. Uh, you know, what Franklin County was going to do, Tigers did, and vice versa. So they said, you know, coaches was like, you know, hey, we do each other well. Well, maybe they're doing each other a little too well. Gary yep. Ewan comes out in the shotgun formation. A lot of movement there. Looks like that's going to be a false start on the Tigers to start. Second half. And I uh, do want to throw a little shout out to the world famous Dairy Cottage here in Brookville. Uh, <laughs> can't make a trip out here to call a ball game without uh, going through the drive-through and uh, grabbing a pizza burger or some chicken. Uh, oh, establishment. let me tell you, a little three-piece dinner was right <laughs> in store for me. Uh, thank you to the boss for helping fund this adventure. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. Uh, you know, we uh, couldn't be uh, doing these fun things without. Garrett Yoon spiked into the natural grass by Mr. Austin Hall as he tried to jump over a defender on that first and 15 run and didn't look no like going. he got much there at all. <laughs> no, I think they're going to just call that a no gain on that one. Hey, this is a good stop for those Franklin County Wildcats, though. I mean, that's the, the this is the kind of play that they're looking for. Get them into third and long and then get them off the field. That's the idea for Franklin County. Down 16, Daya Patel in motion to his right. Yoon's going to roll that way and finally hits Daya for first reception of the game. He breaks the tackle, gets a first down and more, and he is out of bounds. Uh, it's the opposite sideline, so pretty tough from here to see where he stepped out, but definitely got enough for the first down. Give him about 15? Yeah, he got somewhere in the ballpark of 15 yards. Down to the 40, actually give him 19 yards on that play. So 
little different uh, than what we've seen so far this year for the Tigers getting Dia an easy catch as they brought him in motion and kind of had some momentum moving forward to get past the defenders. Well, just glad to see him get some yards after the catch. Not necessarily one of his strong suits, so glad to see that. He's going to hand this one off the bird, little cutback, and he didn't get much, maybe two yards as that Franklin County front three does a good job, Robbie Parsons, Sam Westerfeld. He also Yeah, Garrett Ertle in on defense, playing a little bit, plays a little offensive line, but we haven't seen him in there as much tonight. Anthony Moore has been taking a lot of snaps at the right tackle. Second and nine for the Tigers from their own 41. Yoon, little misdirection, faked at the bird, gets around the corner. Good gain for Garrett as uh, the Tigers near midfield. Yeah, another six yards there for Yoon. Olos with the tackle. Thanks for the assist from the PA announcer there. It's tough to tell on the far sideline. Hey, at least these numbers are a little easier to read than what we dealt with last time. So, hey, you know. Third and three, or third and four, excuse me, from the Tigers on their own 46. Under 10 minutes to play here in the third quarter. Two wide receivers set to the left for Garrett Union is in the shotgun. Has a couple of blockers. And a good job from Franklin County to stuff them at the line of scrimmage. Linebackers coming up, playing strong there. Earthman in on the tackle. Yeah, I really would have liked to have seen the Tigers. You know, hindsight, maybe that's 20-20, but, you know, fake that run and get one of these guys that are open on the end because uh, Franklin County is just stacking the box right now, just daring him to run, saying, look, right now we think we can stop you. And they did. Uh, Dakota Roth is going to be on to punt for the Tigers. Tigers do run... You know, three minutes off the clock as the time will be their friend, more so than Franklin County. We have seen the Tigers fake uh, here around midfield, and they are going to. Dakota Roth has the first down and more, and he is going to take that down inside the 30-yard line. (laughs) Oh, look out, Tigers. Sneaky, 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 but, man, 25 yards. And a first down on a fake punt. Dakota Roth, wow. And that's where film study comes in. Of course, we've seen a lot of Tigers games, and as I mentioned before the snap, we have seen them fake in that same territory. Gutsy play, gutsy call from that Tiger sideline, but big man. shift in this game. Oh, man, it's just a huge momentum shift. And now, now Franklin County's got to be just shaking their heads saying, what happened? Yoon fumbles the snap, able to get back on it and picks up four or five yards, so good fortune for the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, uh, really, uh, you know, it just the wherewithal to be able to still be able to pick up the ball and gain yards with it, I think most folks would have just jumped on the ball and said, hey, at least hold on to the possession. Uh, just not good enough for you and wanted to make a gain out of it. So the Tigers in business, nearing the red zone, second and five from the Franklin County 23 Tigers. Super efficient on offense tonight, scoring on all four of their drives, trying to make it five for five to stretch their lead even further here in the third quarter. Dean's going to hand that one off to Bird. He runs behind his left guard, who is number 53, Braden Watkins. And a first down again, too. And actually pulled over from his right guard position. Another first down for the Tigers. Good, efficient drive here. 
started it on the own tw- on their own 25, had a false start, moved back to their own 20, and now they're in the red zone. I mean, you know, again, they're just uh, keeping control of the game, controlling the run, uh, doing what they need to do, and getting some other guys involved. Just a good game plan so far. First and 10 from the 14, heavy set. Hume's got Bird to his left. Diapatel split out to the right on the far side of the field. Franklin County stacking the box. They'll have perhaps two in coverage. And the Tigers taking their time here. Yeah, milking the clock here. Maybe trying to catch Frankie County doing a little bit of sleeping, but so far no dice. Get set. Hand that one off to Bird. He gets the edge, gets around a couple of Franklin County tacklers, and gets the first down and then is knocked down out of bounds, it appears. So that's going to be a personal foul. Yeah, now, and I think actually uh, Tigers got away with a little hold there in the backfield, but uh, definitely no call for the uh, hit late hit outside. Personal foul after the first down run from Bird, half the distance to the goal. So that's going to move it down to about the three-yard line for the Tigers, who are on the doorstep of going five for five on their offensive possessions. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if they have to be uh, surprised here, but I, well, I was going to say you're going to run this in, but it looks like you might hand it off. Up man Pierce gets it again, and... He keeps the legs churning, and Jake Pierce is in for his second score of the night, taking it in from three yards out. How about that? Two touchdowns on the night, 17 yards, getting it done, and a huge interception. Uh, might we have a new uh, possible star, at least a player fueling their team? Well, the, <laughs> we'll just put the Pierce brothers together because Luke, <laughs> Luke and Jake have uh, certainly put their stamp on this game as the Tigers are now up 34-12. to Extra point pending from Joseph Hibbert. He's been very good with his kicking duties this year. Old is good. Kick is good. That is good. Tigers lead it 35-12. to We'll see if Franklin County can get themselves back in this game when we come back. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Behold, the rarest of creatures, the hometown insurance agent who can cover the world. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance can insure quality properties all over Dearborn, Franklin, Ohio, and Ripley counties. And courtesy of the modern marvels that are phone and email, Jim can easily be reached from Moores Hill and Metamora to Mount Kilimanjaro and Kathmandu. It truly is a wonder the way Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance has evolved. You can discover more on Facebook. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. We insure quality. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, alongside Happy Jack. I'm Double T, Travis there, and the Lawrenceburg Tigers have taken a commanding lead in this sectional championship game, 35-12. They lead Franklin County, 7.36 left to go. Here in the third quarter, it was the fake punt. That was the big play on that last drive. Oh, my goodness. Again, I really think they just – I don't think Franklin County ever kind of got their head from shaking uh, after they missed up on that. Uh, it was just a big momentum shift. And right now it's all – Franklin County going to find a way to get some points on the board. Bauman gets the kickoff return out past the 30-yard line. 
All right, now can we actually start a drive for Franklin County that doesn't involve a penalty? Uh, need to avoid the false start and hopefully, uh, again, be able to move that, start moving that ball down the field just a little bit uh, quicker pace. Those two and three yards are only going to get you so far unless you're kind of going for the first down. We hate to kind of uh, frame it this way, but this feels like a must-score drive for Franklin County, and not only must they score, they're going to have to convert that two-point conversion to give themselves any semblance of a uh, chance maybe in the second half because Lawrenceburg's offense looks unstoppable right now. Oh, we'll hand that one to Schatzel on a jet sweep. He breaks a couple of tackles, but the Lawrenceburg defense up to the task of getting him down, and a uh, good job from the big lineman running over to uh, assist with that tackle. Paris and York among the uh, big boys over there wrestling down Schatzel. I tell you what, they were uh, moving over there. I mean, Schatzel broke three tackles that I saw just doing a great job, but uh, Tigers were uh, not going to be stopped there. Too many folks coming to the ball. Great job, great tackling, and again, great hustle from the front guys up line. And looking at that Lawrenceburg front four, we know that Craig... York and Paris are definitely going to play college ball. Wyatt Hartman has been very good there um, this year as well. So Prowls on a slant gets in front of Bushman. That's going to be pass interference, but Prowls caught the ball anyways. How about that? There you go. That's the big plays you're looking for. Just, just about a 20-yard gain. Nice throw from Kelly to Prowls. And quite frankly... The passing game has been a lot more successful for Franklin County tonight, as you alluded to at halftime. Our Ivy Tech Community College stats report, they might just want to let Kelly start swinging this thing around and see what happens. I mean, at this point in time, I don't think there's a downside to that. And, again, you've got enough playmakers with um, uh, what Bolos can do and to Shane from a passing game. Uh, it might be the recipe for some success here early on. I don't know if Prowse was set there. Yeah, so that's going to be a false start on the offense. And we got through the first set of downs uh, without getting that false start, but couldn't get through the second. And Prowse was uh, split out just a little too wide. He tried to shift closer to uh, everybody else, tried to get a little bit closer to the hash mark here on the near side. And, and I know he was at least one of my false start penalties on the other side of the field earlier uh, as well. Same deal as far as a little uh, motion. And it's a little bit on the quarterback, too, to not notice out of the peripherals. And you got a guy moving over there uh, to your right side. So um, penalties continue to be a little bit of a problem for Franklin County. First and 15 from their own 47. Kelly flanked by Tashane. And Bolos in the backfield. He's flushed out of the pocket. Makes, oh! makes a nice cutback on Roulette and is able to get five yards back, maybe four. Yeah, I mean, they were able to get something out of nothing for sure. But, man, two guys both lost their feet on that field, uh, just kind of being upended there by the uh, moisture on the grass. We'll give them four yards. This is actually going to be a second and 11. I haven't seen much out of Shane tonight. We know that he's got breakaway speed, just hasn't been able to get out in space. They use him as a blocker there for Kelly. And, uh, he does pick up a positive game, about five yards. Uh, and, again, nothing wrong with positive yards here. I mean, you're still trying to move the ball. you got to get the first down. But, uh, you know, at third and five, you're down. Uh, it, it, you know, it's over 20 points. you got to find a way to do something here pretty quick. Not, oh, you know, we still got a lot of time, but at the same, we don't. Yep. Got two downs to get five yards, six yards now in plus territory. Kelly going to run a little option to Tashane. Now he gets into 
uh, some open running room and finally gets a good positive gain and a first down. Nice third down conversion there from Franklin County. Needed that one pretty badly. About an eight-yard gain for Shane. If that gets him some confidence, Jack. I mean, hopefully it'll do something to try and get him going and getting him involved in the, uh, you know, overall the offensive uh, vision tonight because he just has not been part of, uh, got involved just a little bit, but, I mean, really just kind of overlooked. But you mentioned they got to get him on the outside, but Marksburg's linebackers have been very good this year. Pierce and Rollette and Witte can really run. As uh, they flush Kelly out of the pocket, he's running against the uh, – he's running to the wrong side being left-handed. Yeah, he's Mohan's going to come <laughs> up and make a sack. Couldn't, couldn't get turned to even try and release that ball without losing it, so just had to take the sack at that point. And let's not forget that this Marksburg defense has been amongst the best in all of Class 3A all season long, uh, only giving up about 14 points per game. Um, probably the most underappreciated group maybe of any team in the area. I don't think they get enough uh, publicity about how good their defense can be. Well, there's such a high-powered offense that seems to kind of control the conversation. It's hard not to, uh, you know, when you've got uh, Dian Patel going to be a 1,000 yards, you know, receiver possibly tonight. You've got all kinds of different things that are happening. I mean, just what is it, over 39 touchdowns on the year so far sure. for the Tigers. I mean, wow. How does that not dominate the conversation? Bolas was open over the middle on that last play, and Kelly threw it behind him just a little bit. Tigers have gone to this two-deep safety look where uh, Adam Bird's playing a little bit more defense tonight than he uh, normally does. He's back there with Dakota Roth. He's kind of playing center field now that they've gotten Franklin County into some passing situations down 35-12. to 12, 4.05 left in the third. It is third and 15 from the Tigers' 40. Three wide receivers for Adam Kelly. Back to pass, rolls to his left, looking back to the right. He's got Tashane on a wheel route, and it's almost picked off by Brennan Bushman. Nice play by the sophomore cornerback for the Tigers. He has been a uh, player that's uh, really kind of broken out onto the scene for this defense this year. Well, a pair of interceptions and uh, almost had his third right there. Oh, came up big right there, but you just got to feel that ball came out just a touch late. Could have had just a hair earlier, could have been able to make a play on it there for Deshane and really had a lot of open room to make a big stride, if not all the way down to the end zone. Again, that's a great play design, and if Kelly can hit Deshane on that pass, he's likely the fastest player on the field. I don't think anybody's going <laughs> to catch him. Fourth and 15, Schatzel in motion. They fake it to him. And they're going to run that screenplay again, and he is hit immediately as Noah Rollette comes up and makes the hit for the Tigers. They got one yard. There is a flag on the play. Yeah. Franklin County is uh, signaling that that might have been a roughing the passer, Jack. Yep, that's exactly what I think it is. Daggone it, daggone it. Uh, it's one of those things just trying to uh, try to make the big play, just not quite able to do that, got rid of the ball, and, uh, you know, you just don't stop that much momentum all at once. I know that's the rule on the field. That's why I'm kind of sad about that because it's the right call, but it's unfortunate because there's no way he's stopping his momentum to keep that from happening. And on those screenplays, as it was a uh... – okay, there was two penalties on the flag – or on the play, excuse me. There was a holding on the Tigers, and then there was a roughing the passer. So they declined the hold. They'll accept the roughing the passer. That should be an automatic first down for uh, Franklin County. All right, overall, definitely the right result there. Like I said, it makes me feel somewhat a little bit better about that because it really was just, you know, you got some big boys. Again, you're not stopping them on a dime. And what I was going to say before the flags came down is Franklin County runs that screenplay, so they let some of the Tigers' defensive linemen through. 
so that they could get Chappell in space. So that's why they were in the quarterback's face, put in that situation where they could, you know, get a flag. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're somewhat almost asking for the call at that point in time, but Kelly's going to keep this one, trying to run behind to Shane. Boy, you pointed out, you know, to Shane, not your biggest uh, blocker in front of you. You think they might run Bolos. <laughs> I tell you what, he's a, a brave young man, though, um, you know, running and trying to block the likes of Noah Rolette, you know, he goes 6'3", 225, one of the best wrestlers in uh, southeast Indiana. I think he made it to uh, the semi-state or state level last year. Definitely made a deep run, so, like, not really a uh, young man you want to tangle with. But to Shane sticking his nose in there and fighting it out with, in what could be his last high school football game. Kelly, back to paddle. Oh, that ball, ball was tipped, and his uh, arm was moving forward. So that will be an incomplete pass. Going to bring up a third and five or six for Franklin County. They've converted a third down and a fourth down on this drive. The fourth down, of course, converted via penalty, but you'll take them any way you can. Yeah, at this point in time, it's just moving the ball down, but you got to find a way to get it to the end zone because that score is not changing. The clock is not your friend. Um, still plenty of time to do that, but, again, it's still going to take putting some points on the board. Been a lengthy drive here for Franklin County. 3.14 left in the half, down 35-12. Need a touchdown in a bad way. Kelly back to throw. York gets through and maybe hurries Kelly a little bit as he throws that ball in front of Bolos. Yeah, I mean, the right idea to try and get Bolos involved, but that's just not really a catchable ball. Just had to throw short. York got too much pressure there up the middle, and uh, Kelly just had nowhere to go with the ball at that point. Bolos has been a one player for Franklin County that's been held in check by this Lawrenceburg defense tonight. Uh, exceptional athlete. Actually saw him play quarterback basically for Franklin County last year due to injury problems and not really having anybody there that can play the spot. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you said, no receiving yards and only uh, 12 yards on the ground. Kelly going to the air again. He's got time. Throws it up and Aiden Gilmore is going to come away with that interception as Kelly threw it into coverage. <laughs> and he is kind of motioning down towards uh, the referees, maybe uh, thought there was some tor- sort of interference, but Aiden Gilmore comes up with the pick in the end zone. I mean, uh, that's what the uh, Franklin County need to do with trying to go for that big play, but that's also the chance you take uh, when you're just trying to let that ball fly to the end zone like that. Gilmore's fourth interception of the season, leading the Tigers yet again this year in that category. And that's their 11th on the year. Yeah, they've had 11 interceptions now on the year. So, uh, you know, definitely one of those underrated defense stats for sure. Absolutely. The Tigers now plus nine in ter- takeaways to turnovers this year. Franklin County, they've dropped down to plus two after two turnovers tonight as Bird gets the carry to open this possession. The Tigers start from their own 20-yard line. Bird, like you mentioned at halftime, has uh, – had a really nice game tonight, uh, just kind of quietly doing it. I mean, yeah, it really has. It, it, you know, he, he's up to almost 100 yards. They got him right at around that 93 mark. Uh, so, you know, probably going to get over 100 yards on the ground. Uh, you know, hasn't been real flashy, but, man, so consistent, such a good hard runner. And also, uh, you know, I was watching the NFL game last night, and they talked about giving props to some of the blocking that some of these backs do, and that's definitely a, a big positive for Adam Bird, some of the blocking he does. Heavy set here for the Tigers. Another run upcoming. It is going to be Bird. Patient run. 
breaks it out to the right, and he's going to get about another five or six yards. So another first down for the Tigers. Their offense just keeps churning. I mean, yeah, just by getting it done, I mean, they're controlling the clock, staying true to the run. Hang four keys to the game are no slouch tonight. So the Tigers will uh, start to take their time a little bit more, and uh, we are trending towards a Lawrenceburg-Southridge meeting in the regional, which would be in the pit at Lawrenceburg. Next weekend, Southridge is uh, ranked number four in 3A. They are undefeated this year. As Garrett Yoon keeps the ball, runs off left tackle, gets a four or five positive yards there on first down. And, uh, Jack, we were talking about Southridge the other day. They have their quarterback that has rushed for over 1,000 yards, and they got two other young men that are on the cusp of a 1,000-yard rushing season, <laughs> presumably getting that tonight against Salem. Three 1,000-yard rushers. Cool. That's going to be a, a, a tough machine to stop no matter who's going to be playing them going oh into the future. Yeah, you better just get your uh, wall put up up front to try and be able to stop some of those runners. Man, that is going to be a tough challenge. Like you said, no matter who wins this game, it is going to be all they want and then some, but it should be a great matchup. Bird gets another handoff going to his right behind Micah Foster and Braden Watkins. Got one or two yards there. That'll bring up a third and five for the Tigers. Under a minute to play here in the third quarter. Has been a uh, fairly quick, quickly played ball game. For the most part, again, with so much uh, of the rushing, you know, not a lot of uh, clock stoppage even with the scores that have been happening. But, uh, you know, definitely if you're Lawrenceburg, this is the kind of the way you drew it up. Control it. Do what you can to do, but keep points coming on your side of the board. Tigers will have to run at least one more play here in the third quarter, leading 35-12 to 12 over Franklin County. Union the shotgun, Bird to his left. Capitel is his only receiving option. Bird's going to get that one. Runs right up the middle and gets eight yards for another first down. So the Tigers will let the remainder of uh, the time run off after they move the chains. And we will head to the fourth quarter. Tigers leading it 35-12. to 12. They are 12 minutes away from winning back-to-back sectional championships. And the 20th in school history will be back after a short break here. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Entering the fourth quarter, Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 35-12. to Happy Jack. My goodness, Franklin County came out. And looked like they were going to be able to hang big time in this game. Held a couple different uh, leads in the first quarter, but the Tigers have kicked it into gear. Uh, since they went up 21-12, to they haven't looked back. 
Well, I mean, they really just took Franklin County out of what they needed to do, which is be able to run the ball as well as try and pass the ball. Uh, you know, I think uh, Lawrenceburg got surprised of how well Franklin County has passed the ball tonight. Uh, but, you know, they've really been focused on stopping the run, and, well, they've just kind of done a good job of that most of the night. And handoff to the fullback, that is Jake Pierce, gets one or two yards there on first down as the Tigers will likely keep the ball on the ground with a big lead here in the fourth quarter. Time is on their side. A quick scoreboard update for you from North Decatur as the Chargers continue to lead Milan six to nothing. We understand that game is uh, going into the fourth quarter. It hasn't already, so North Decatur made some adjustments from that game earlier this season where Milan got the best of them by a few touchdowns. See if the Indians got to come back in, and we'll continue to track that game as the night goes on. Yoon's going to keep it. A little uh, read option with Adam Bird. As Yoon runs behind his big junior right tackle, Ashton Craig, get looks from a lot of D1 schools. And if you stand next to him, You'll see why. He is a uh, <laughs> rather large uh, man for uh, just being a junior, 6'5", 258. Now, boy, can he move, too. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, walking down the pit, he was standing alongside outside the uh, doors there. And, yeah, trust me, uh, I was looking up going, huh. I wouldn't yeah. want to be blocking him. Third and five, <laughs> Tigers have the ball on the Franklin County 42. Yoon's going to keep this one, and he is stacked up at the line of scrimmage and wrestled down by Erfman. Wow, taken down to the ground. Uh, speaking of a big kid, Irvin's got some size, too. Yep, yep, yep. A little bit of drive there, but thank you. I'm glad to see uh, Tigers kind of you know, rushing off the hard hit. It was a good hit, uh, but it was definitely in the uh, hard category. And it looked like uh, Coach Kaniga, Mike Manford, uh, conferred a little bit about maybe going for it there on fourth and five. But Dakota Roth will come on to punt. And in a similar situation, where they were at on the field and down in distance the last time when he faked it and ran it about 25 yards down the field. I don't anticipate that happening this time, although so far my predictions have not been that great. Well, Dakota Roth can throw it, too. I mean, if they want to give some free yards. Do have a flag on the play. Delay a game, Tigers. So fourth and five is going to turn into fourth and ten real quick. And the one thing they do with Dakota Roth on these punts is uh, he always runs out to the right, so it's always like a rugby-style kick, but it at least gives him some forward momentum. And I think he's got a little bit of freedom to run the ball if he sees an opening. Well, I mean, and that would have been a much, you know, I could have seen that at the fourth and five. I definitely don't see that now, but definitely does that little run around and seems to gain a lot of traction. And there's the pass, and Daya Patel's wide open over the middle of the field, and that is going to be a first down, another fake punt for the Tigers. I'm telling you, if they are near midfield, it's going to be something that they are going to at least think about as uh, Patel picks up a good 15 yards there. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, just uh, anything I go for, just do the opposite, and you got a chance of that. I mean, goodness gracious, that's just a great observation, Travis. Just a great call. Just so many options for the Tigers, so many talented players. I mean, the guy that stopped their offense. I, it, it's crazy. I mean, because again, they just never stop, which is you know one of the keys for their success. Uh, up thirty-five to twelve, though, and they're still double move. Daya Patel, if he catches it, he might score. As uh, he is wrestled down by Tashane at about the two-yard line, so that's going to be a thirty-two-yard pickup. 
as Daya Patel is inching closer and closer to the 1,000-yard receiving season, which you don't see much in high school football, not in our part of the world. <laughs> not a whole lot of it. Wow, you know, he has definitely been earning that mark all year long. Um, he needs four, is there? You got, we need two more? He needs 69. Oh, it's okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like six, seven yards. First and goal from the two. Yoon back to pass. He's looking for Gilmore, I believe. Touchdown. That is going to be his third touchdown <laughs> catch of the night on the out route. A little slow to get up and a little gimpy. But certainly a night to remember for Aiden Gilmore, an interception in the end zone. And then they cap off the next offense possession with a touchdown. So uh, each time that a defender has intercepted the ball, he scored the touchdown on the offensive <laughs> side the next time around. And, hey, how about three catches for three touchdowns and 53 yards? Uh, wow. Yeah, you try and tell me which one you're going to pick on that team. <laughs> Come on, Travis. That's Aiden crazy. Gilmore. Two-yard touchdown. Man. I mean, Jake Pierce got two touchdowns. Gilmore got three. Hume's getting it done on the ground. Been a complete performance for the Tigers after they uh, got punched in the mouth a little bit there at the uh, beginning, but definitely getting didn't get knocked out. Used some boxing terminology. They uh, kept sticking their face in there and uh, eventually started landing some big blows themselves. And Franklin County just hasn't been able to get off the mat. Well, see, I mean, you go back to that game that they played against South Dearborn. Uh, they really struggled because, you know, South Dearborn kind of came out and gave them that quick shot as well, and they didn't recover as well. Uh, maybe, you know, kind of been there, a little time experience on their hands. Uh, they were able to bounce back tonight with mighty, big, mighty force, uh, you know, just doing a uh, ground and the air here in the end. 20-yard PAT after a penalty, and Hibbert smashes it through the uprights, 42-12. to Tigers lead it. 8.43 left in the fourth. This is High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, Dearborn County. COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work, visit public places, or be near others. To determine your status get tested through your primary care provider or at our local optum testing site this message is a service of the dearborn county health department hey it's happy jack bridging the gap between bubba bo and double t every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 well the writing is on the wall barring a miraculous comeback the Lawrenceburg tigers are going to win back-to-back sectional championships Leading Franklin County 42 to 12 with 8.43 left in the fourth quarter. They have been masterful on offense. They've capitalized on two turnovers. Really been a complete performance outside of getting scored on the first two drives. I mean, really have, uh, you know, and again, I think that's just the newness. You're away from home. Uh, a lot of different factors involved there, but man, just showing great character and, and resolve to be able to make this come, uh, if you call it a comeback or just kind of, uh, take over as far as control. Well. Line drive kick at Prowse, who fielded it at about the six or seven yard line, and he slipped and fell down. So uh, his knee hit the, the grass, so that's where he's going to be down. So unfortunate. 
for Franklin County as uh, they will have their worst starting field position down by 30 points with 8.39 to go. Uh, we saw them have some success through the air on their pass drive, but as they got closer to the end zone, Kelly forced one into traffic, and Gilmore was able to pick one off in the end zone. I mean, you know, the turnovers and penalties have just really been hurting them, and a little bit of that was, the, you know, just the wet field. But uh, they're just really feeling a little bit down, and doggone it, but they're just pretty they're pretty tired. I mean, really, they've been uh, – it's been a hard-fought game for them. Kelly in the shotgun, man in motion. Play action. They're looking for a screen overthrown – Looking for Schatzel. There was another man in the area, and it looks like it was Bolos, and he actually had to play a little bit of defense to just knock that ball down to the grass, or else that could have been a, a pick six potentially for uh, Gilmore and those ball-hawking Larsford <laughs> defenders. Oh, when I saw the uh, overthrow, I was really kind of trying to peek around the corner there and see if they were taking that home, but uh, either way, just uh, a good job from Bolos, you know, kind of switching there and playing the little defender. So that'll set up a second and ten after the incompletion. 8.31 left in this contest. And we, okay, the refs are asking for the play clock to be reset. Because you better raise the roof. I wouldn't for sure wish. <laughs> that is a dynamite drop in if I have ever heard one. i tell you what. Adam Kelly back to pass. He's looking for Prowls on the slant and Bolos <laughs> steps in front of it and makes the catch. It's a first down. I mean, good job, but uh, not the way that was drawn up, I can assure you. Has he picked up 11 yards? I think uh, Bridger just said, hey, i got to get myself involved in the offense. <laughs> if you won't throw in the ball, I'll just take it. Tiger's <laughs> got a – That is his first catch. Trevor Jones and Micah Foster in on the defensive line, spelling Wyatt Hartman, I believe Ashton Craig – actually, Wyatt's still in the game. Ashton Craig, Braden York out. At the moment, Deshane's got some room to run. There's that speed as he gets out to the wow, stayed in bounds and got <laughs> up to the 50 yard line. That is going to be a 33 yard gain. Wow, boy, I think everybody held up and thought he was going out of bounds, and he just kept going running up that sideline. As Hunter finally got some room to run and showed off that electric speed that uh, we raved about the first time we got to see him live was last year at South Dearborn, and uh, my goodness, he had a couple of very long touchdown runs. Um, yeah, I mean, just very, very quick. We saw someone that breakaway speed right there in front of us that time, but, you know, they they just haven't been able to get him involved enough in the offense. I don't know if he runs track. I would assume that he does, but they got to get him on the team if he doesn't. <laughs> Adam Kelly will run it this time up the middle, brought down by Ethan Paris, but a good, solid four-yard gain for the senior quarterback. But, boy, not as much punch in that drive right now from Kelly. You can tell he's uh, worn down a little bit. Yeah, and, I mean, he has uh, carried the ball a ton for this team. 131 carries coming into tonight. He's got 10-plus tonight, or right at that 10 mark, it looks like, Jack. Yeah, I mean, you know, only able to get 30 yards. I mean, that's just what it makes it so tough. I mean, you know, let alone the uh, setbacks he's had because he's been taking for a loss three times. Trying to hit a double move to Bolos. Nothing there. He finds Prowls on a check down. And it looks like he is uh, inbounds on the catch, a little short of the first down marker. Yeah, a little toe tapper, though. Leave kids in. That was a good, a good catch. Got five yards, so nice job from Kelly going through his progressions as he uh, was forced out of the pocket, made a nice throw on the run. I mean, you can see why this Franklin County team, 6-2 and two this year, 
you know, they would have had maybe another win or two if they would have played those two games in the middle of the season. A lot of talent on this team. They're just running into a buzzsaw here. Lawrenceburg has just been fantastic tonight. Well, I mean, you know, again, they struggled mildly out the out the gate, and they finally found a little uh... oh, Ashton Craig. <laughs> okay, all right. Barry's well, Hunter to Shane in the backfield. We're going to consider the buzzsaw reference just an accurate statement at that point in time because wow, that was just a straight cut down the middle and down. Yeah, big loss there as they tried to hit that uh, sweet play, and that's that's a smart play for Franklin County. We talked about it pretty much all game long. Is a uh, it's hard to run between the tackles against Lawrenceburg because they got so much beef on their defensive line and their linebackers are free to run, roam behind those guys. So it's really tough to run on their front six or seven, however many they want to stack in the box. And I get that, but, I mean, you're not going to get around the end very much as tired as these guys are. You just don't have the same breakaway speed. A little screenplay to Bolos doesn't get much as Noah Roulette, Lucas Pierce, among other Tigers in to make the stop. The linebackers have played really well for uh, Lawrenceburg tonight. Jake Pierce, Noah Rollette, Alex Witte. And uh, Pierce and Witte, they're both sophomores, so they're going to be heading up that linebacking crew for another two years. A lot, a lot of talent there. I mean, the, you know, to have the wherewithal to stay home as much running as Kelly did but not be able to give up that middle ground is pretty impressive. There's an option to, to Shane. Makes a cut, and this time he is planted yet again. Yeah, right now they uh, just do not have an answer for the uh, Tigers defense. That was Pierce on cue coming up. Ah, Yeah, um, was that Pierce Brothers you said you don't kind of go two for two for two? Yeah, I think uh, (laughs) the player who fueled their team, we might have to – you know, throw a bunch Gilmore in there, make him a Pierce brother tonight. <laughs> I think he'll be fine with that if uh, they all hang out on Gilly Island. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There we go. <laughs> Pierce, excuse me, Kelly back to throw. And he's going to throw that one short of the first down marker. I believe that was to Prowls. Actually, that was number 17, Tyreek Carr. And that is going to be a turnover on downs for Franklin County, their second. So after they scored their uh, initial touchdowns on their first two drives, interception, turnover on downs, interception, turnover on downs. So this Tigers defense has uh, really got it going. So, and we did talk about some of the, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, kind of players running both sides of the both ways there. How much that was going to wear here at the fourth quarter, and it's just really showing its head right now. Adam Bird, off left tackle. And this is what the Tigers will take uh, for the rest of the night is four or five yards at a time. Keep the chains moving, keep the clock moving, and soon the sectional championship trophy that is uh, just behind us here in the press box will be uh, taken down to the field and given to Coach Kanige and his Lawrenceburg Tigers. Well, it is going to be a well-earned and deserved trophy. I mean, what a great accomplishment for the organization, number 20, uh, back-to-back. I mean, if you could have predicted uh, to lose the first game of the season two years in a row and to follow that up with undefeated runs yeah. uh, all the way to a sectional championship, I mean, it's just uh, almost historical. It's, it's, pretty, it's really cool. Bird gets it again, breaks a couple tackles, keeps those legs moving. He's going to get a first down, picking up eight yards there. Bird has been an unsung hero, as you've mentioned a couple times, Jack, here tonight. But, uh, yeah, to kind of go back to uh, Lawrenceburg, going to rattle off 11 straight wins for a second consecutive year. 
And I think if you asked Coach K, hey, if you lost the first game every year but it resulted in a sectional championship, he would take it 100% of the time, no questions asked. 99% of the time, because I'm telling you, he wants East Central. I'm just saying. I, I understand that uh, they haven't been able to get over the hump and uh, break through to beat East Central. Uh, they've had some close games here in uh, the last few years. But um, at the end of the day, sectional championships are usually what you're measured by. All right, all right. I'll give you that one. But uh, it, it'll happen one of these days. This Tigers program, a lot of um, you know great talent coming up through the ranks even at the middle school level, and uh, that is where they have beaten East Central a couple times in the past few years as Bird tries to get outside. He does. Got a decent block from Gilmore. Picked up uh, two or three yards there. But uh, for this Tigers team, it started a couple of weeks ago. First-round matchup with Brownstown Central. Always a uh, fun matchup, always a pretty good game. They won that one 33-20. We were on the call there. Um, I don't know if the game was ever in question that Brownstown – I don't know that we ever got the indication that Brownstown well, could I mean, win the game. You know, Tigers had to come back with 20 in the fourth quarter just to be able to make that truly pull away. I don't think the final score doesn't necessarily indicative. I mean, it took them a while to get used to that spinner-type offense uh, to try and do with that. But either way, I still think, yes, they did have control most of the game. And they uh, took care of business against Scottsburg last week, scoring 36 in the first <laughs> quarter. And Bird bullies his way. To a big 20-yard gain, and then the flag comes in after the fact. Did not see. I mean, action. But I think a Franklin County player fell on top of Bird after he had already been tackled. It could be that, or yeah. either way, it's just I think there's a lot of tired guys out there on the field right now. Uh, if it was, it was not an intentional thing. It did not appear, at least from up here. Well, they're going to call the personal foul nonetheless. So Tigers will get some additional yardage after the big run from Bird. I mean, and if you're the Tigers, you'd almost decline the penalty if you could. Uh, you'd almost rather just keep running the ball, keep running the clock. Uh, the only way anything uh, happens that's not in your favor is to turn the ball over. And it could be with the score, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Nearing three minutes left in this game. Newton's going to keep handing it off to Bird. He's yet to find the end zone tonight, but he has had a uh, nice game here for the Tigers tonight. I ran out of room on my sheet. I've had to start condensing down here because we were well over 23-plus carries, uh, you know, just tonight. Uh, how many times he has actually carried the ball. It has been absolutely impressive. Uh, you know, again, just a great performance, but had has not found the end zone, as you alluded to. Yeah, workman-like night for Adam Bird, who uh, he himself is getting close to that 1,000-yard mark. Last year he ran for 1,700 yards and 23 touchdowns. Uh, this year he came into tonight's game with 886 yards, only nine touchdowns, but a very, very talented running back. Uh, that seems Lawrenceburg's almost like, you know, they say like running back you at the college level. They've had some really good running backs come through over the uh, past few years. Of course, Bird's kind of held that position himself uh, here lately, but uh, before that, Austin Bowling was uh, fantastic. If you want to go back a little bit further, Chad Bunchbach, he ended up playing at UC, so uh, there's been a lot of good running backs come through Lawrenceburg uh, High School here in recent memory, specifically under Coach Kaniga. Well, and, and how much do you think was really facilitated by having such a good quality quarterback talent when your teams have to play so much of that pass? It opens up a lot of those running lanes, and it takes you know an average to an extra talented guy. All of a sudden, wow, that field opens up, and you can make some big runs and uh, can definitely kind of highlight some different talents. Yeah. 
And there is Braden York going to score on a touchdown pass from Garrett Hughes. <laughs> Ran right down the seam. Ten-yard TD pass. Oh, goodness. Hughes, it's Braden York, who you wouldn't think it, but could really run in that 6'4", 278-yard or 78-pound frame, excuse me, as the Tigers extend their lead to 48-12 to with a minute 51 left in this game. Make it seven for seven. Scored on every drive tonight. I think I've heard that before, Travis. <laughs> uh, Brownstown Central also score on every drive. We're going to have Brooklyn Allen come in for this uh, extra point. And that is up and through the uprights. 49-12. Tigers lead it on their way to a 20th sectional championship. We'll take a short break. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. As fall approaches, loading the car with friends and family and hitting the local pumpkin patch or that new haunted house is sure to be on your to-do list. And let's not forget the countless Saturday mornings spent taking the kids and their gear to the ball games. That is why now is the perfect time to update your vehicle during SUV season at Hag Ford. Whatever your vehicle needs, the Ford Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, or Expedition are sure to make this fall one to remember. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Check out our selection of Ford SUVs at HagFordSales.com. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, we have hit a running clock here in the sectional final as the Tigers just went ahead 49-12 on a 10-yard TD pass from Garrett Yoon to Braden York. They went 69 yards on that drive. And, uh, well, they actually... Had the clock running, and now it stopped, but it does appear that the Tigers will go on to win the sectional championship 49-12, to barring a big play from this Franklin County offense. We saw some of those big plays early, but Marksburg defense got it together and has really stifled the Wildcats the rest of the way. I mean, they really did. They took away what the other team does best, the old Bill Belichick style of, uh, you know, uh, you know, if you can do that, uh, you're going to win a lot of games, and that's exactly what the Tigers have done. Uh, now 11 straight, just a phenomenal job, uh, and so glad to see it get done on both sides of the ball, holding, you know, the Wildcats to just 12 points tonight, uh, going to really help their averages and going to force a lot of their uh, future opponents to watch some film and look for some of these trick plays. For sure, two fake punts tonight uh, from the Tigers. Uh, they ran one past the other, so multi-dimensional across the board. They've ran the ball well. They've made big plays through the air, and the defense has uh, stepped up and forced a couple turnovers as well as Hibbert is going to uh, kick that ball out of bounds. So Franklin County will get some decent field position on the illegal procedure. And the clock has uh, started to run, so we are now under a minute and not a lot of sense of urgency from Franklin County, who knows that their season is going to come to an end with a 6-3 and three record, a uh, pretty good senior class. They're going to graduate here, uh, four seniors on their offensive line, Robbie Parsons, Cameron Smith, Jordan Eversall, and Garrett Ertle. Uh, Adam Kelly, senior quarterback, Hunter Shan is going to be uh, gone to graduation. But, um Certainly going to uh, Josh Bauman again, uh, another uh, really good player for them as well. But they'll bring back a, a very talented junior class, Bridger Bolos, Caden Erfman, Austin Hall, among others. Jacob Schatzel is going to be a, a great player, too, oh, absolutely. Man. So uh, still plenty to work with for Coach Gilman. 
as the clock is down to about 10 seconds. And they don't, they don't have to run a play. Franklin County's going to run one play, and that is going to be the final rushing attempt for Tashane as he picks up a good 20-yard gain. But the Lawrenceburg Tigers have won back-to-back sectional championships and their 20th in program history with a decisive 49-12 to win over Franklin County. Congratulations to Coach Kanega and his Lawrenceburg Tigers for bringing home another sectional championship as I look like Coach Manford actually got the uh, Gatorade bath there as his offense scored (laughs) seven consecutive possessions as uh, the Tigers are on the field celebrating a sectional championship. Man, a well-deserved celebration. Glad to see for that. And that's one uh, Gatorade bath they will take each and every year, Travis. Absolutely. We will uh, step aside and get ready for the post-game. Stay tuned. We'll have Coach Kanega coming up in the booth to talk about this sectional championship win for his Tigers. We'll also have some awards to give out, player of the game, and so forth and so on. Stay tuned for the post-game show coming up next on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, sportsball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. I like the transferability, the affordability, and the accessibility of the campus. The affordability of Ivy Tech makes it to where I won't have any debt getting my degree, so that's helpful for me paying for my own classes. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Jack, have you got your Christmas shopping done yet? Christmas? It can't be Christmas time yet, Travis. Well, it is, and it's time for another stocking stuffer auction, and we are shopping for participants. That's fantastic. So you're saying that if I have a business out there that I can be able to be on your auction? Absolutely. All you have to do is reach out to one of our salespeople, Melissa, Lori, Kristen, or Miranda, and they'll get you taken care of. The stocking stuffer auction comes your way November 16th through the 20th, 9 a.m. to noon each day, Driven by Car Country, and you'll hear it on your hometown radio stations, Eagle Country 99.3 and Wiki Country 95.3. As fall approaches, loading the car with friends and family and hitting the local pumpkin patch or that new haunted house is sure to be on your to-do list. And let's not forget the countless Saturday mornings spent taking the kids and their gear to the ball games. That is why now is the perfect time to update your vehicle during SUV season at Hag Ford. Whatever your vehicle needs, the Ford Echo Sport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, or Expedition are sure to make this fall one to remember. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Check out our selection of Ford SUVs at HagFordSales.com. Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Our offices are open and we are here to give you the same quality of care that you've come to know from Beacon over the years. I am proud to be the medical director of East Central, Lawrenceburg, and South Dearborn High Schools and look forward to providing the same level of care we do for our professionals to you, your student, and your families. If you need an appointment, call today, 513-354-3700 or you can schedule an appointment online at beaconortho.com. Hey, sportsball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Are nice unless it involves your prescription drug coverage. As the end of the year approaches, it is Medicare Part D re enrollment time. 
The enrollment dates are October the 15th through December the 7th. Plan formularies change every year. Let DeVille Pharmacies review your current medication list and make sure that all of your medications will be covered in the coming year. Stop by and ask for assistance with the plan comparison. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do that than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, the Army is where all that can happen and so much more. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. For more information, call 812-209-8208 or stop by the Lawrenceburg Army Recruiting Center at 211 Walnut Street. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed Internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU Drive-Thru on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed Internet? Call 812-5. 532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. Your family's hometown pharmacy. The flu is a serious illness, and each year's strain is different and unpredictable. It is important to get a flu shot each year to protect you and your family. We can bill Medicare and most insurance for the flu vaccine at little to no cost to the patient. Stop by today. No appointment needed. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. What a performance by the Lawrenceburg Tigers winning back-to-back sectional championships with a 49-12 win over Franklin County. And, uh, Jack, we mentioned it a couple times throughout the broadcast. Franklin County came out, hit on some big pass plays, held an early lead um, in this contest. But um, after Lawrenceburg went up 21-12, to they never looked back. And uh, just a uh, impressive performance all around for the Tigers. I mean, really just a great job. The great resolve that they showed after getting down early. And then, you know, when Franklin County followed up with the second touchdown, I even I felt like uh, everybody kind of did a little a little gas and a little like, oh, what, what, what's going to happen here? I mean, if they continue scoring, how many points is this going to be? I mean, it looked like it was getting ready to get loose. And then all of a sudden uh, – Tigers just did what they do, took back control, calmed everything down, uh, just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, and just controlled the clock and just, uh, well, took over the game. Yep, they uh, had seven offense possessions. They scored on each and every one of them. But uh, let's go back and check on our Hagford keys to the game, see how that all uh, played out tonight. Well, I mean, again, it was going to be special teams and defense. 
for the uh, Wildcats tonight. Uh, and unfortunately for them, they ended up causing the turnovers, and they just didn't have enough, uh, you know, fortitude at the end to try and have enough to try and make a big comeback. They really got beat down just a little bit, uh, just weren't able to get over the hump. As far as the uh, Tigers, well, they were going to control uh, the game uh, through the run. They did exactly just that. But when you add in the explosive plays on top of controlling the game, uh, just really truly made them unstoppable. And then what the defense was able to do, wow, uh, you know, big, big interception from uh, Luke Pierce mm-hmm. out there. Uh, and then be able to let him get in the end zone at the end. It's just <laughs> a great little sweet little uh, cherry on top. Absolutely. Uh, Lawrenceburg checking a little bit more boxes in the Hag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today, HagFordSales.com. How about a rundown of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report? Yeah, I mean, really, uh, just some big performances. It's just so surprising that Franklin County is going to be on the receiving end. I uh, got 212 yards for Kelly on the uh, through the air. Uh, only 30 yards overall net as far as on the ground. As many times as he ran the ball, they either weren't for big gains or ended up taking a few losses in there. Uh, you know, Tashane's still able to get over that 60-yard mark, uh, but, you know, for his averages and what he's able to do, I uh, just can't be real happy with that. I mean, Shats are one of the big standouts for them, over 170 yards, got a touchdown there, had that big 86-yard completion early. Uh, Prowse at 28, uh, Bolos finally getting a couple catches there at the end. As for the Tigers, well, uh, how about Adam Bird, man? Uh, over 120 yards. I think from looking at the stats, it's going to give him the 1,000-yard mark. Uh, you know, did not get it in the end zone, but wow. I mean, over 20-plus times carrying the ball tonight, just really a workhorse. Uh, but Yoon carried the ball over 20 times himself and over 144 yards, put another touchdown there, and then three more for the air for Yoon. 114 yards, nothing too crazy, uh, but, man, Gilmore, 53 yards, three touchdowns. Mattel, uh, man, 62 yards, put it in the end zone. Uh, you got the Braden York touchdown. Uh, Jake Pierce with a couple of touchdowns, over 20 yards. I mean, just some crazy stats and just an overall great performance from the Tigers. All right, that's your Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Check them out online at ivytech.edu. Now it's uh, time to announce some awards. We'll start with our uh, star of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. We'll name a star for uh, both teams. Uh, I think it's got to be Garrett Yoon, uh, the overall star of the game for the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Set the tone early and uh, was able to finish strong as well, Jack. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I really kind of felt like it was the coach who was forcing the run issue because uh, I really thought he was kind of putting himself in some tough running situations. And it didn't take long for me to see, oh, no, he's like, give me the ball. I want the ball. I got this. Winners want the ball. Uh, I always love that line. And uh, Yoon is definitely that guy and got it done. Absolutely. So congratulations to Garrett Yoon. And uh, for the uh, Franklin County Wildcats, uh, who was it that stood out for you tonight as uh, their star of the game? Jacob Schatzel. I mean, he, he, he was my guy. I mean, he just flat got it done. I uh, had great vision and was able to execute here on the field tonight. I mean, a lot of great players for Franklin County, but he really showed that he was able to execute at least on the field tonight. All right. So, uh, Garrett, you the overall star of the game. Jacob Schatzel, the uh, star of the game for Franklin County. You can be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. And uh, how about some players who fueled their team tonight? Uh, we'll start with Franklin County. Uh, anybody else that stood out to you tonight? Oh man, Adam Kelly. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you talk about a workhorse. I hate it that his, his senior year. I mean, this is a great performance. He has, you know, he can be nothing but proud. But man, uh, just really a way that he could kind of carry that team for so long. Uh, he can only do so much. But I mean, he really gave it his all, and just a great performance for a good effort tonight. Absolutely. And uh, for the Tigers, uh, I think we already kind of mentioned it. Uh, we have to uh, maybe shout out a few different players. Adam Bird, 
Lucas Pierce, Jacob Pierce, Aiden Gilmore, and, uh, well, you can't forget about the guys in the trenches because they played an amazing game as well. I mean, when you, when you win 49 to 12, you gotta give a lot of awards to a lot of guys because it was, a, it was such a complete performance. Uh, it was. I mean, that offensive line, that defensive line, I mean, come on now. I mean, you got some guys that whether they're D1 guys or not are just putting their heart and field on the, on the field each and every night and be able to do that uh, at this level is just a great testament to them. Now they got a big test coming up here, you know, next week, but wow, uh, what a great job they did rising to the occasion tonight. Yeah, so as uh, we're waiting to see if uh, Coach Koenig is going to be able to make his way up to the uh, press box, he's uh, getting some congratulations down on the field. I've seen him going through uh, the ringer with some of the other press that is uh, here at Franklin <laughs> County High School, but um, taking a look at uh, some of the other scores in the area tonight, unfortunately, Milan, yet again, cannot get over the uh, North Decatur hump as they lose that Class 1A sectional final 6 to nothing. I mean, just a heartbreaking loss, especially when we know how they, um, uh, again, uh, what a powerful offense Milan has, what they can be able to do. Uh, but, man, they, they, that is their, truly their kryptonite is the uh, North Decatur Chargers, uh, you know, spoiled yet again. Yep, absolutely. A, uh, another uh, letdown there in the sectional final. Um I know that uh, some of those players for the Milan Indians um, will take to the basketball floor here uh, before the end of the month, and uh, they'll be uh, aiming for a sectional on the uh, hardwood. Again, uh, probably going to have to go through a North Decatur team that's always usually pretty good. Um, but uh, going back to the focus with this uh, Larksburg team, uh, they will return home for uh, the regional championship uh, because, well, one, they were already the away team tonight, so that was in their favor. But they also have the lower sectional number when compared to Southridge and Salem. Southridge is at home tonight. They were up 35 to nothing on Salem, so they're going to go through and win, which means the Tigers will be at home next week against Salem. That's going to be a, a top-10 matchup here in Class 3A. Uh, Southridge is a very powerful team, undefeated on the season. We mentioned they have three guys that have rushed for either right around 1,000 yards or over, depending on what happened tonight in that Salem game. So um, this is a very, very good team that has aspirations of getting to Lucas Oil Stadium, just like these Tigers as uh, Coach K is getting ready to come up in the press box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So glad to see Coach coming up. You know, he's going to be high-powered. He's going to be pumped up. Uh, one of the great things we love about Coach. But definitely got to be prepared for some Southridge. you got some uh, big, big playmakers. But I tell you what, that's one of the cool things about this uh, Tigers team. They have strong defense, offense, both sides of the ball. They can really have a way to get it done. And, uh, man, Coach has a way of getting everybody fired up. I'm ready for the occasion, yeah, too. We're going to talk to Coach here uh, momentarily, and he'll give some uh, initial thoughts on Southridge. I know uh, he's probably at least had them in the back of his mind as a team that they would likely have to go through to get to the state championship. you got Danville on the top half of the bracket that is uh, also, I believe, undefeated and ranked in the top ten. So uh, those seem to be the two big challengers uh, for Lawrenceburg uh, going forward here in the uh, postseason. So, uh, we're going to talk to Coach here uh, real quick as uh, he's been put through the uh, press ringer after a uh, big win here at Franklin County. Catch your breath, Coach. Nope, no, there is no rest. I'm sorry. You are you are done. There is no rest. It is just all fast forward, go, 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 and My go Tigers. goodness, after the initial punch in the mouth, you guys played one heck of a ball game tonight. Wow. What a great night. Um, you know, that first, uh, I guess, first play. Um, empty, which we had seen, but they had never really thrown out of that like that. But a uh, few adjustments, and as you said, the rest of the night was all Tigers, and 
A lot of credit to our kids. Yeah, the uh, defense in particular, because you, you know you get scored on twice early. No, you know it's early, no big deal. And uh, the job that they did to really hold down that Franklin County offense was amazing. Uh, talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, our defense has just been outstanding all year. And uh, scouting reports, game planning by Coach Worse and the defensive staff just uh, really dialed in. And uh, once we figured out how they wanted to attack us. You know, we were matching some coverage with some formations. But, uh, man, number 20, and, uh, you know, all the credit to our kids, I don't think. Um, it's really hard to be a, a football player at Lawrenceburg High School. Um, everything we asked them to do. And then <laughs> on top of that, you had a, a pandemic. Yeah. So <laughs> even harder. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of credit to them. They've had to sacrifice a lot and. To see it end like this out here with our team on the field and the fans, just a great night to be a Tiger. Jack, you uh, lost your mind on that uh, Lucas Pierce interception. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm telling you, that's ESPN highlight reel all day long. To juggle the ball like that for at least three, four yards, come around, and still have the mindset to be able to say, hey, I'm still going to try and take this thing back. I mean, they still had to drag him down. Yeah, he's he's a phenomenal athlete, and he does a lot for us. But, uh, man, just an overall team effort in every phase. Um you know, after the first series, uh, you know, defense clicked, offense scored on every possession, I believe, seven yep, for yep. seven. Mm -hmm. And then uh, how about the special teams? A few uh, tricks up our sleeve. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's the thing. If you're going to win big games, you have to have great defense. You have to make some plays on special teams. And uh, we did that tonight. And, man, it just uh, just happy for our kids and, you know, Feels good to bring home number 24. Was that uh, Coach Manford that got the Gatorade bath down there? It was. Uh, you know, I told I told the seniors, I said, hey, they tried to get me on the sideline, but I, they, they missed got a little bit. I said, hey, I'm one of the most athletic coaches on the staff, but Coach Manford, you can definitely get him. Uh, so Even got the setup. Yeah, oh, man. He's lost a little speed since 1995, 96. He maybe deserved it after the 7-for-7 uh, seven seven on offense. Yeah, he. Uh, you know what? Uh, as I said, you know, I can't give enough credit to, to my coaches, you know, day in and day out grinding with me and our, our kids trying to find a way to win games. And I, I, we got a great staff, and not just on the defensive side, all the way around. You know, you talk about the offense, Mike, off, uh, Mike Manford, the offense coordinator, all the way down to the O-line guys. And we have great coaches and we have great kids, and that's what makes the night special. Well, and I don't know if anybody has uh, mentioned it to you down on the field as you're celebrating, but uh, you're going to play Southridge hey. next week. Well, you know, Southridge Raiders, we know a little bit about them and got some film earlier in the week. And, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that's going to be interesting. 3,000-yard rushers I saw they have. They got some guys. <laughs> they got some guys. And, uh, you know, the, the one guy that they got that we're very familiar with is Coach Scott Buning. Um, he was the head coach – not the head coach. He was the offensive coordinator at East Central – while Coach Manford, Coach Barnes, and myself was there. So we have, a you know, a ton of respect for Coach Buning, who then went to Jennings County to get a head coach. And like a lot of guys that go to Jennings County, didn't fare too well, um, but then ended up landing the Southridge job. And what an awesome job he's done down there. He's taken on the state. He's won a state title. Um, but, you know, it's going to be neat uh, seeing him stand on the opposite side of the sideline and uh, get to talk to him this week. But Southridge... And then another connection is uh, some Lawrenceburg fans, if they're listening, obviously Coach Brad Hanner uh, back in the day really revived that program to get them going. So it's going to be uh, a great game in the pit.
Yes, don't know whether it's Friday or Saturday, but I know the Tigers are playing one more week, and that's all that matters right now. Well, whatever day it is, we will be there. Unfortunately, Milan fell 6 nothing mm. to North Decatur tonight, so uh, we're following the Tigers from here on out, so we'll be in the pit uh, next week as you chase a regional championship. Yeah, look to, you know, have a have a good crowd there, and as Coach Steve Payne always tells our kids, this, this Tiger train's rolling, and uh, we're rolling home with number 20 tonight, and... Uh, you know, we're going to give a, a great effort this week, Monday through whatever, and uh, buckle it up and take a shot at the Raiders uh, next week. Well, congratulations on back-to-back sectional championships and uh, number 20 in school history. A very impressive performance tonight from your Tigers. Yes, thank you, and as always, thanks for being here, guys. And uh, it's a great night to be a Tiger, and as always, go Tigers. All Man. right. Thank you so much, Coach K. You and your Tigers be safe getting home. And uh, we will see the Tigers in the pit next week. As Coach mentioned, it might be Friday, might be Saturday. Southridge coming from the uh, Jasper area. So uh, that is going to be about a three, three-and-a-half uh, bus ride uh, for them uh, in terms of hours. So uh, likely trending towards a uh, Saturday game, might be a Saturday afternoon game. Uh, of course, uh, we'll keep you updated here on your hometown radio station. But, Jack, any final thoughts before we sign off tonight? Uh, just saying, a huge thank you to Coach coming up here and a huge great effort from the Tigers offense, defense, and thank you to Franklin County for hosting us. Uh, I know uh, they were even apologetic about not being able to provide some food to us. <laughs> they normally feed us pretty well. They did set us up with some good drinks tonight's area. So, uh, again, thank you to all that they have done for us. And just overall, just a great night and a great football game. Absolutely. Lawrenceburg, one more time, winning the sectional championship 49-12 to over Franklin County. A complete performance for the Tigers as they bring home back-to-back sectional championships and number 20 in school history but uh, as jack mentioned we do want to thank the uh, athletic department and all the great people here at franklin county high school for setting us up with everything we need uh, press box is absolutely phenomenal uh, the facilities are great here at franklin county so uh, we thank them for their uh, hospitality uh, thanks to coach for his pre and post game comments i also want to thank uh, coach gilman from franklin county for uh, catching up with him in the uh, pre-game uh, sorry we had to cut off your interview uh, right there before <laughs> kickoff but I uh, certainly appreciate uh, everyone's help in uh, getting us everything we need for our broadcast. Uh, we want to thank all of our great listeners out there in Eagle Country, our awesome sponsors that allow us to get out here every Friday and uh, call high school sports. Uh, Elliot Levy back in the studio punching up the uh – buttons there making sure we're on the air sounding good and providing some scoreboard updates in our ear as well always appreciate elliot coming out on a friday evening and uh, helping us with our broadcast so uh, again for happy jack i'm double t travis there saying congratulations once again to the lawrenceburg tigers sectional champions and the only remaining team in southeast indiana moving on in the ihsaa state tournament We will be in the pit next week as they host Southridge. Can't wait for that one. We hope you will join us, too, for continued coverage of high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You've been listening to a hometown tradition, high school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, The Phil Pharmacies, Caring, Heating, and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage, Inc., U.S. Army Lawrenceburg Recruiting Station, Worldway Fuels, Gary Drable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Wow, 50 years and still growing local businesses. Your hometown radio station. 
Eagle Country, 99.3. I'm driving home tonight, catching all red lights. That's all right, cause I don't want to be alone. There's nobody waiting there, cold and empty bed. Words I wish I'd said, come on the radio. 